for Sean. It's there's knuckleheads. It's geeksters. And welcome to episode 308 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And welcome to the program. Stanley's dead, Ed. <sighs> I think we're going to talk about Roy Clark. Oh, no. <laughs> Hee-haw. No. Sorry. I just... Um, I have a ton of things. I've got this whole statement written for Roy Clark. I mean, if you want to talk <laughs> no, about... No, I'm you know, I, like, I, I remember watching that show, and it was a, it's a shame, but <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Farrah Fawcett died the same day Michael Jackson died. And nobody... No one gave a shit. It. So I'm sorry... Roy He Hall, what's his name? Clark. Clark. <laughs> Galactus yes. is over you. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. Uh, um, Ed and I spent a good amount of time here at Two Bit Production Studios about how to do this show because it's been by the time you hear this, probably over a week since Stan has passed at the age of ninety five on a Monday. Um, how do you feel about it? Well, I feel like shit, Ed. <laughs> like. Um, I Monday that Monday was kind of tough for me. I'm I'm probably, look. I'm gonna be a real big pussy here. I'm probably gonna tear up and cry at some point. I I just know it because I don't think I actually had the moment. It would be a Sunday if you didn't. <laughs> um, sometimes I just cry just looking in the mirror, <laughs> going, right. "Look at you, pudgy wudgy you fat bastard." <laughs> just cry and then I eat and then I eat because I cry. Um, um, I was at work. Like I always start, where were you when you heard Stan Lee passed away? Yeah. Like uh, it was all started off as any any normal Monday, and then um, I was trying to figure out a problem at work, and then I got a text from one of my coworkers, and it was a group message: Stan Lee has died, and I'm like, wait, what? And at the same time, you text me about the show, mm-hmm. about like this thing about the because the Inino you. Whatever it's, it was, this real weird question, or you spelt his name wrong. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure that, and I'm like, hey, by the way, you might want to check the news because I just heard Stanley died. And then I looked. First thing you do, you check Facebook. You know, is it confirmed? And it was. And at first, it was like, well, the name is 95. I mean, how long? I mean, it was it was inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know, it became more inevitable when his wife, when Joan passed away, like the year, two years, three years before. I don't think it was that long ago. I, I don't. It, it doesn't seem like it was that long. It, it might have been a year. Like they always say that when you're when they've been married for quite a long time. I think a very very long time. And they just spent last week. What are you talking? about? They just made. They just hey hey doing. Uh, hey, look at me. I make comic books for a living. Um. It was like, okay, well, normally the spouses don't last long after that kind of a love affair, mm-hmm. that long of a marriage. I want to say it was like 70 years of marriage, but that seems like obnoxiously long. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been over a year. It's July 6th of 2017. There was a report that I he confirms that uh, Joan Lee has passed away. Yeah. Right. So that was over a year ago. Yes. Um, so, which... The moment she passed away, a lot of people were like, he ain't making it through the year. Like, because mm-hmm. he loved her unconditionally and through yeah. it thick and thin. And it tears a man's soul apart. Anybody's soul apart when you spend that many years together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always in the back of my head. And Stacy, every once in a while, it was always like, you don't say that. You, if you say it, you're going to bring it into the world. So seeing it on, like, on the screen, it was like, fuck. You know, it was. 
the get time, I was kind of like, well, I mean, gotta make it through the day because I'm here at work, and you know, don't let it bother you. And then um, coworker came in, and you know, it was it was kind of a solemn like moment, like hey, you know, blah blah blah. And I kind of had to go went into the back room for a minute, and at the moment, I think I was looking at something on Facebook, like because now at that point, I'm glued to my phone and almost in a way to kind of be like, well, what's this article say? What's that article say? And I rolled a couple tears that day, and I was like. Like I gotta, I gotta get it let it out sooner or later. Mm-hmm. And I think I like kind of, like I remember in comparison when Robin Williams passed away. I had, to, I went outside to have a smoke, and I because at the time I was a smoker, mm-hmm. and bawled my eyes out for a good solid five minutes because again, somebody who was prevalent in my life, mm-hmm. Stan Lee helped me read. Like it was Spider Man comics that as a kid that I read and Spider-Man being on the electric factory, you know, Mm -hmm. my life has been around Marvel comics. Like some people are DC, some people are Marvel. I was Marvel true blue all the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, as an adult, I realized you can, you can like both. You don't need to pick one or the other. Mm -hmm. But as a, as a kid, it was, I had this, these little pocket note, these, those pocket comic books Mm -hmm. that were like, Hey, here's a bunch of, Here's a bunch of, of Spider-Man arcs into one tiny little po- backpack pocket book mm-hmm. that you can pull out at any moment. I remember re- as a kid reading it all the time, like going to bed. It was, you know, it was the episode, it was the episodes, the issues where Doc Ock unmasks Spider-Man because Sp- Pete's got the fluence fucking up his his equilibrium. It's mm-hmm. like, like all the early Spider-Man stuff all packed into one bite-sized bunch, <laughs> you know. Um, and it was like it was required reading for me. Like whenever I was in my bed going to sleep, as little Sean in his Star Wars, you know, pajamas and his Star Wars <laughs> sheets, you know, with his beagle laying at the foot of his bed, you know, what would he do at night? It would be like, I'm going to open up this comic book and read it. Not to mention how beloved the guy is. Every time you saw him, he just radiated happiness and mm-hmm. joy, and you never saw him down, or you never saw him upset, you never saw him like, like he was the embodiment of everything. He was childhood to me. Um, and it, whew, <laughs> saying that kind of hurts a little bit. Um, so I kind of feel like him passing, I don't, I, it's obviously it's still affecting me now because it is, eventually it's like any kind of mourning part. You, mm-hmm. Sooner or later you'll grow out of it. And yeah. It'll, you'll be, time does heal wounds. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was kind of tough for me like that, that night, you know, like when I got home, Stacy was like, how you doing? Because she knew like that was going to be a mess, and she was real like, um, you know, how you feeling? I'm like, I, obviously I'm sad, you know. Um, she's like, how are you okay? I'm like, well, I'll be okay. It's not like I, it's not like the guy was my uncle or my grandfather. It mm. was, you know, I kind of felt like he was everyone's grandfather at some point. Yeah. You know, it was it was like it's like there are certain people when they leave. I don't care who, how you know them or or how you don't know them, mm-hmm. that there is no way you can't say that Stan Lee touched someone's life in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't in the comic books, it was in the movies. If it wasn't in the movies, it was on television. Like, there is just something about him that if... I guarantee our show is based upon the... on the based, Written on the backs of the fact that we read comic books when we were kids. Mm-hmm. We loved nerdy shit, and at the time... Nerdy shit was comic books, right? So it's kind of hard not to like when that person is gone, not to have it affect you in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. 
I was fortunate enough to to meet him personally, face to face, and right. get my photo with him. I, you know, me just like every other schmo in the neighborhood who got his photo taken with Stanley has a photo with him and Stanley in it. Like, yeah, because I saw I know? saw that all week too. It was like right. everybody updated their photo, you know, status who's got added a- Stanley with him, them together. Yeah. You know, I thought that was fun. Uh, you know, so but anyway, you and uh, no, no, I mean, it was it was literally like, like that. Anybody who had a photo with Stanley put it up that day. Mm. It was it was like very like we're all in mourning, so it's it's just it's like okay, you know. And then you get up, I got upset. My guy still, I'm a little choky about it. You're probably going wimp, you know. Um, <laughs> Wimp's not the word I would use. Uh, uh, pussa, <laughs> yes. pussa. Um, so I, I then like, and as the week goes by, you know, you start reading articles and like, how did this person? You know what it was? It was I, that son of a bitch, Kevin Smith. I'm kind of pissed at him because I was fine up until I read his post, mm-hmm. and then his post was the perfect eulogy and was able to kind of surmise how I felt, and that made me crack, kind of making me crack right now. And it's like, fuck you, Kevin, you're doing it to me again, like, like, um, because he did he did put into words basically how I felt, like it was mm. it was. Uh, and it's perfect, you know. Mm. And I don't think that anything, you know. And then it's like, well, what did these people, you know, like, hey, all the people who played in the Avengers, you know, this is what Chris Evans had to say, and this yeah. is what, you know, Robert Downey Jr. had to say, and it's like, it was for him, there wouldn't be. If it wasn't for Stan Lee, Robert Downey Jr. wouldn't have a, a second coming of a career mm-hmm. because he was pretty much they were Hollywood was kind of done with him, and it wasn't until John Favreau. Said that Iron Man, he was on perfect for Iron Man, and and it, Marvel Universe is born. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, I mean, so it's kind of like it, it. Without him, none of this is possible. The, the movies that that we are now seeing, I'm I'm glad to see that he got to see them on screen the way they should have been. You know, like that crappy Captain America TV show where he's, you know, riding the motorcycle and he's got the, the you know, like, <laughs> like I know. That, that two movie, TV movie special where the shield's visible or it's like where the, the white stripes should be they're clear now because he used it as a as the as uh, a windshield, windshield for, for the motorcycle. <clears throat> um, uh, You know, I know he was on the Incredible Hulk TV show at least once, one of the movies with the, the Hulk and the Thor. Yeah, trial, trial of the Incredible Hulk. Right, yes. he was a juror. Yes. You know, and you're like, all right, you know what? I, it, early 80s, maybe, mm-hmm. at that point. So you're going, okay, you know what, Stan? Like, you're, you're seeing your characters up, up there in front of you, and you're enjoying it. But it's always felt like, as a kid, it was so close. Like, if only there was a way to do this better. And now we live in a world where it is better. Right. And he got to see that world. Like... I don't care who you are. Ninety fucking five years old is a goddamn good run. Yeah, like we could all wish that we knew somebody who lived to be ninety five years old. You know, I, I hope I live to be ninety five. You know, just to be able to say I fucking did it. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like there's just like there isn't anything like what he brought in. I mean, let's look at all just not only just comic book wise, but the statements he made with comic book, Black Panther, Luke Cage. You know, mm-hmm. all all the impacts that he had on on when Marvel did the whole nine eleven thing, how they did you know nine eleven happened, mm-hmm. how all the writers did this. Now, granted, at that point, I don't think Stan was involved in, in Marvel, but the groundwork for Marvel, the company, was helped by through Stan Lee. 
mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, they didn't have the greatest of time in the company and they been bankrupt and then Stan left and, you know, it always seemed to be like a, sometimes a, a, a company struggling, but eventually the smoke cleared and now look where they're at now. I mean, owned by the mouse, Heck, you know, <laughs> but they're thriving. I, I just kind of feel like, I don't know. I, I do feel like a part of me is missing, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I know it sounds weird and it sounds stupid to some people. And I know there's people out there listening to the show or probably be like, I, I guarantee you, like, when I look around my room, there is nothing but Marvel stuff in that room. I mean, there's mm-hmm. some DC stuff because, you know, I have Batman and Stacy. You know, she's, yeah. got, she's got Batman tattooed on her arm. So yeah. it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, it was always kind of like, but, you know, I got Spider-Man statues. I got, you know, T-shirts. My comic books are in the next room. It's mm-hmm. like, wherever I look, even there, all the comic book stuff that I have is mostly Marvel. So I'm just like, like a part of me is just kind of like, it, there is a hole, and it's going to be nothing's going to be able to fill that hole. <laughs> um, it's it's you know make mine marvel, Ed. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> I I don't like I said. I just it's 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 weird. Like I, I went about my week, and I don't really focus on it. It's like Sean, why are you depressed? Dan Lee's dead. Like I don't like. Like Sean, what happened? You stubbed your toe? Yeah, but why? What's why are you crying, Stan? Like you know, I just <laughs> like I just feel like I just I remember when Robin Williams died. I felt like the world was a little darker. Mm. I, I I feel that way again. I feel like you know what? When your childhood idols like Carrie Fisher passing away, yeah, you know, kind of hurt, and it did hurt. Stan Lee is like the biggest cut of all to me because it was like fuck. Like I knew he wasn't gonna live forever. You know, it it's just when it when it finally you prepare yourself for it. You can't. And you can't because no matter no matter how well prepared f- that you are for it, the day that it happens is always the initial shock. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck, I knew this day was gonna happen, but today, of all days, on a fucking Monday? Like, you could at least no, it's I mean, better than Friday. Yeah, I guess, I you know. I don't know. You know, that's you know like, what are you going to say? Like, like, oh, better than Friday, because that starts the weekend. <laughs> you know, at least he had his weekend. Could at least make it the hump day, so that way he'd be like, hey, <laughs> guess what day it is, hump day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I kind of feel like I, I just... <laughs> These are terrible. <laughs> I, just, I guess because it's, it's the Irish week. You know, it's like we get drunk. We, do we make fun of people? I don't know. Like, like it's going to, what bothers me is like I've been seeing like a lot of uh, t-shirts. Like, oh, yeah, stand on it now. Yeah. And I'm like, those aren't licensed products. You guys aren't helping anybody. Yeah, you know, just like, making a buck off you're just of makes, you're, you're perpetuating the making a dollar off of somebody. Yeah, like, that's terrible. Um, I don't know. What about you, Ed? I mean, I, I feel like I'm taking a monopolizing a lot of the. <laughs> I feel like I should be laying down, you sitting there with a notebook and going, "Tell me more about your mother." <laughs> Did you always get your father? Did you always next <laughs> Um Well, you know that's the thing. Like uh, it, I've been like hitting, like going back and forth. Like it's like you you get hit for a while and then you're fine and you're and then you think yeah. about it and you hit. And, you know, uh, when I found out it was before you told me. Uh, I found out, uh, I sent that, you know, like I said, we were, I was sending you information to look at and, uh, somebody came to me like, I'm like, I really can't have Facebook at work. So right. Yeah. But, uh, I was looking at it and I, you know, and I put it down and I'm, you know, I put the phone down and I'm, I'm, somebody came to me and he says, 
oh, well, I need this form fixed for, you know, we, we, we do these like different forms for different uh, projects we're working with. So that way we keep everything information and all. I make this change. And by the way, Stanley just died. And then you're like, <laughs> wow. it's like, it's like smack right across the face. You're like, wait, what? Like, like yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Itemize this, <laughs> finalize that. Does it, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah, I didn't think you'd know. And I'm like, yeah, you know. And then, of course, when he left, I went right back to Facebook, and then that's when you right. responded. And then at the same time, a uh, friend of the show, Dave Sipon, sent me the article that he passed away, like, right away. And it was like – and, of course, you know, you go through the Facebook feed, right. and that's all it is. Just And it's gone, it was gone for days and days. Yeah. And I, I didn't – I didn't really did not want to watch or look at anything about it, not because I, you know, didn't care, just that – I knew I'd be like crying at work, like, oh my god, he's gone, you know. I'd be like, you know, this, you know, like, why are you crying? The the, the mail didn't come in in time, like, you know, like, because you don't want to say, like, right. you know, I, I'm, I'm dying for for an old man that that, that entertained me for for my life. You know, uh, so so anyway, uh, uh, so that's you know that's how I found out, and then. Uh, uh, you know, I, I did look, and then of course I wanted to share. Of course, I wanted to share the news, you know, with the with the with our our audience and our our people. So I said, post up on Facebook right away. Kind of like, like you don't think about it. It's like I'm just it's, it's information I got to get. Like I don't care what the information is. I just got to get it out to right. the masses. Do our part for it, and and send it. You know, and then I found a video on YouTube of like all the appearances of Stan Lee. Right, all, all his cameos. cameos, you know, and because it was the one, the Hulk one, which you were talking about, that was in there. <laughs> and there was, there's various ones, you Oof. know, the obvious ones most people can remember from the movies. And, uh, you know, the one I saw was like, I, I, I was going to post, but then I was like, I thought it was it just bad taste, like Stan Lee's cast, because it, like, it was like pitting a lot, was uh, top 10 or top 20 Camly st- st- uh, cameos from worst to best. And I'm uh, like, how can you say worst? Like, you know, like, yeah, there was uh, never, maybe the movie he was in was the worst. Cause I heard he made the last movie. He made a cameo in that when he was alive was venom. So go, you know, it's like, Oh, that's, I hope that's not what killed him. <laughs> like, uh, like <laughs> Cause I heard that movie's a hot mess. Yeah. Uh. So, so as I, you know, so so as, as the week went on, I mean, I, I was watching a lot of videos online, you know, because I, I tend not to read because I can't read. <laughs> so <laughs> this man who brought you the news, folks. <laughs> I faked it for all those years. <laughs> Could you tell? Anyway, um, so yeah, so it was it was tough because I was like, you know, and you and you think back, and I'm like, I never I never met Stanley, and. <clears throat> I always remembered your story of meeting Stanley, and I thought that was always a, a, a funny story because it was a coughing story that you were sick. Remember, you were yes, I <laughs> was super sick. I think it was like he was eighty nine at that point. I think it was it was two thousand and twelve when I met him. So do the math. Four years ago, so oh no, six years ago. Sorry, so he was he, he was eighty nine. He was yeah. eighty nine. And uh, you know, I think you were you're not feeling well, but you you had to meet Stanley for your picture. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was it was rough because it was the first year my mom passed away earlier that year, mm-hmm. and Stan was coming into town for the Philadelphia Wizard World first time, I think. Mm-hmm. So I I splurged and got the VIP weekend pass because I was like, I make sure that I meet this man. I want to make sure I have time because I don't want to be one of those people who's stands in lines for like four hours and all of a sudden like the person in front of me is his last person yeah like, i didn't want to do that i wanted to like i had the money i'm gonna i i needed to do it it was yeah. it wasn't like i wanted to it was something i needed to do to be able to kind of look this man in the eye and at least be in the breathe the same air that he was in <laughs> 
And I got up that weekend and I was sick as a dog. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck! I hope I don't cough on him because I don't." It's cold and it, it was a spring. It was a springtime. It was like June, but I'm like I, a summer fever, and I'm like, yeah. I can't. I I don't know what to do. I, I have to because. I don't want to be the guy who gives Stan Lee pneumonia. <laughs> like, I'm the, I'm the guy that killed Stan Lee. <laughs> like, get out! Like, I'd be, I'd be, You'd be a pariah in every, like, uh, nerd, <laughs> nerd community or nerd uh, gathering. I mean, like, there's, a, there's a scene in, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, shit. Natural Born Killers where they take Tommy Lee Jones as the warden of a jail, and there's a riot, and they, they grab him and they rip him apart. I'm like, that would be me. Yeah. In the nerd community, there'd be people cosplayers. The first time you ever see a Vulcan do real violence on somebody. <laughs> a peaceful race. If a man kills Dan Lee, dies. Hey, look, there's a little kid pulling off that guy's finger. Like, <laughs> he's dressed like a fairy, so it's okay. Like, oh, oh. I'm in a blood heap. What happened? I coughed on Stan Lee. I, oh, You're that guy. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> Next, you know, I'm running down the halls of the convention center like Indiana Jones being chased by uh, the, the natives. <laughs> the villagers, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Dark, except everyone's running at me with fake lightsabers and fake swords. Shock, and... start the play, Shock, start the play. <laughs> Some guy pushed there's another no guy. Shock, there's no play. <laughs> run, fat boy, run. <laughs> no. Dun, 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 dun. Jumping through a window to drag it out. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's the first floor. Thank goodness I made it out. The door. And everyone thinks you know. Next to me, the door opens up. And they just file out. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> yeah, it's <good>. I'm sorry. <laughs> Visions of me being the guy who killed Stan Lee with a cough. Oof. So didn't happen that way. That's right. So <laughs> go ahead. So I was just saying, like when when you said you know, and, you, and everybody was surprised I'd never met him, and it was just kind of like, well. It's 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 one of those type of things where I'm I'm just afraid because I'll be like you know saying stupid stuff but like I love that man that's my favorite character <laughs> no, I was because like, I did that a lot I do that a lot with stars I get so nervous and, and flustered that I do the wrong thing he goes I wasn't even involved with that I was humiliated walking up because my sister wanted me to sign and have him sign a comic book mm-hmm. the problem is my nephew's name is Logan okay. all right Stan had nothing to do with Wolverine. Mm-hmm. She gives me a Wolverine comic book to stand for Stan Lee to sign because it's the only thing she had. And I'm like, hi, Mr. Stan, Mr. Lee, can you can you sign this? I know you didn't. I like I I was apologizing to the man who like I'm sorry I'm giving you this comic book to sign. I know you had nothing really to do with it, but it's for my sake. Like I'm exp- I'm over I'm, I'm what they would call mansplaining, I guess, today. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> over explaining myself to like to humbly apologize for the fact that I, the only thing that could have been worse if I asked him to sign a Batman comic. Right. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> can you sign it to Sean from Bill Finger? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's something I would have done. And not because I was being funny. It was just because I'm so stupid that I'd be like, you know, like, it's a Batman comic. Oh. oh. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Finger. Oh, never mind. Like, <laughs> oh. And then, like, luckily, I was able to get that photo with him later. Yeah, <laughs> but I understand the humiliation part. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then it was like I, I, I always thought that, you know stuff like that too because people always ask like, who's your favorite character? 
And he would always be like, well, what's your favorite character? <laughs> and he'd be like, Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man's mine. The next one comes up. Well, who is your favorite character? Fred Rex. Or Fred Rex was mine. <laughs> like, he never made you feel as if your answer was wrong. Yeah. He did. He, because to him, it was all great. Yeah. You know, it was just all perfect for him. It was the whole idea of like, it's for everybody. Everyone should join it. Like, yeah. God damn it. Fuck. It sucks, man. I got to be honest. I, I, I know the, according to the news, he did do the, he has a cameo for Captain Marvel. He's got his cameo for Infinity War 2, whatever that one's going to be called. See, that's even tougher to watch because you know he's gone. So it's like, you're it, going to be watching, it's going to be like Saturn. Like, you know, it's, it's going to be, be some funny cameo that he's going to do and you're just going to cry through it. Yeah, it's going to be that moment where you're just well, going to you go. Are, I'm not. Or that, yeah, I'm going to cry like a little bitch. Like, I guarantee you, like, is gonna, Captain Marvel going to say for Stan? Like, yeah. is, fuck, for all I know, Aquaman comes out next month. They might be like, hey, for Stan, like, you know, for Stan. And be like, it's a little weird, but all right. <laughs> like, to see. All of a sudden, there's a fish that swims by and it's got a mustache and glasses on. <laughs> swims by and goes, Excelsior. <laughs> and then he keeps swimming. I guess Stan makes a cameo and everything. <laughs> in fact, you know, when I today I bought the Teen Titans Go to the Movies. And Stacy was a little puzzled about why I wanted to pick that one because I really liked it. But she was like, is it because Stan Lee has a cameo in it? And I'm like... No, but that's funny that he's in it. Like, fuck. Oh yeah, I'm saying that. I mean, it's it's a sad time, and I mean, what makes I don't know. It's never easy. There's nothing way you can say that could make it easier for you. Uh, you know, I just it's just that you know, and and I mean, especially he. As late as those later years, he wasn't really involved with Marvel, so no. it's not like we're going to lose a quality of it. We just lost the the greatest piece of it, though the mouthpiece of it in a way. Now, like he was, he when you saw him, like you said, you he would like you would light up because he you know whatever he's going to say is going to be poignant and very yeah. you know very uh, diplomatic and and just give you a good feel about, you know, being, you know, to see him and Marvel, Marvel itself, you know, itself. I, I kind of wonder, like, I wonder if this is how people felt when Walt Disney died. You know, like, I don't know I'm how. You never know, because it's like, there was no I, online community to share right. your, your thoughts and all that kind of stuff, so you don't really know. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know when Walt Disney passed away. Uh, he died in oh, you want to do hum, 60s, hum? I think it was the 68, I think. I'm not okay. Sure. Walt Disney. I'm just going to type in Walt Disney. Um, Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney. He passed away. Uh, what is it with your internet connection today, Ed? Seems to be dragon. It's like a dragon con. <laughs> I can't seem to get a decent answer out of this thing. All right. What do you got, Ed? That's uh, running slow for me, too. Oh, yeah. but here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What do you got? He died in 66. Okay. December 15th, 1966, he passed away. All right. So I'm sure. I, I don't know. Like, was Walt Disney. Well, was. I'm, I remember. I'm assuming Walt Disney was big then, too. <laughs> like, I want to say that there had to have been somebody. Okay, JFK. Yeah. When JFK passed away, he got murdered. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's like apples and oranges, I know. Yeah. But the world kind of shook when, you know, somebody gets gunned down anyway. Right. But 
Like, I don't know. Like, I'm Walt Disney is the closest thing that I can think of as a person who helped create something that has lasted longer than they have. Mm-hmm. You know, like a hundred years from now, people are going to be talking about Spider-Man. You know, like hopefully Spider-Man will still be written. Iron Man will still be written. Like, well, they have different iterations and have to, they'll, they kind of hopefully bend with the times. But if it wasn't for Amazing Fantasy number 17, mm-hmm. 15, sorry, there'd be no Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then you have Amazing Spider-Man number one and, and then Fantastic Four. And you have all this this illustrious career of, of people. And, you know, I just kind of feel like, He'll never really die, will he? You know, the only way a person really passes away is if you forget about them. I mean, as long uh, as yeah, I mean, the same. I mean, like as long as long as let's put it this way, and, and it's it's going to be a horrible way of saying this, but as long as somebody can make a buck off of it, <laughs> it'll be still in our in our lives. Let's stay face it. You know, I mean, like 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 really, like like if Star Wars died in 1983 when the last movie came out, and everybody that was a great movie. And they yeah, moved on series. with their lives, and they just thing. And then nobody printed any like Star Wars T-shirts anymore, or you know, because the fat ended, and and you know, nobody made like like a Star Wars pillowcases or you know right. sheets or whatever and that kind of stuff. And and or you know, or you saw a, a Darth Vader Pez dispenser, you know, one day in a, in a right. candy store, you know. So if that's if that licensing just kind of went away, like nobody made figures anymore, or whatever then that would be it. Like, that would be the end of it. But then, like, people were still using, like, Star Wars is like, yeah, we'll license, a, you know, a, a baseball with with Darth Vader's face sure. on it. Or, you know, or we'll, we'll put Stormtrooper, you know, uh, uh, curtains if you want, or, you know, or a shower curtain and stuff like that. Because people were fond of this movie, so they, they kept buying it. And then all of a sudden, new movies came out. So, like, I think as long as that happens, you know, and also, too, like, as long as, the, like, the, the market for you know, Marvel's continues, which I think, right. you know, when they're, I mean, they're building, they're building rides and they're, you know, right. they're building stuff I, for start for Marvel. Now that you go, yeah, I don't think it will, I don't think it will go anytime. Well, then in our lifetimes anyway, I mean, I think we'll be, they'll be still having where to look on, you know? Right. I, yeah, I think, I think comic books are always every generation. There are new people reading a comic book, mm-hmm. picking it up. Um, it's just, Eh, like I said, I mean, it's one of those, like, it, it sucks. It, yeah. it really sucks. I wish we could talk more about it, but I don't know. I feel like we're just going to keep circling around. I could, I could sit there and go, hey, Ed, well, guess what? Like, um, I, there's been a bit of a controversy lately about, mm-hmm. like, I'm looking here in my, I'm, because I grabbed the news. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I have Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Ryan Reynolds, and pay more tribute to comic book legend Stan Lee. Comic book legend. Um, then there's Jeffrey D. Morgan nails Army Hammer for bashing Stanley's celebrity tributes. Did you see that? No. Okay. So we'll go, we'll go do the good, the bad, and the ugly, all right? All right. Here's, I would say, bad. Okay. Mm. The good is you got, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and all the Avengers, everyone who's played in a Marvel movie, saying how much they're going to miss him and how they owe it all to him. Right. Then there's the bad, which is. Army Hammer. Do you know who Army Hammer is? He's the guy who played Lone, Ra- Lone Ranger in the Lone Ranger Tonto movie in, from Disney. Right. Yeah. So, however, I don't know why he did this. Army Hammer, he, Twitter, it always happens Twitter, he, he posted this. So touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. 
No better way to commemorate an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Yes, it's not funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those, like, I can't believe you. It's not funny because it's funny. It's funny because it's like, oh, that's terrible. Like, you really, like, you, just, you can just, you hear this collective, like, oh, <laughs> go through like a crowd. Yeah. So Harry D. Morgan, uh, Harry, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Harry D. Morgan, <laughs> completely different person. Jeffrey D. Morgan, the guy who plays Negan from The Walking Dead, or hey. people know him from the, as the comedian from The Watchmen, hey. or go back even further, Sam and Dean Winchester's dad, or Thomas Wayne in, uh, uh, we call it Batman v Superman. Right. Uh, he posts, found, saw it in posts, because he also, I think, had a photo of him with Stanley. He's like, Looks like you found a way. You should do it like should like Negan. Looks like you found a way to use others' ways of mourning and their memories to draw some attention to yourself. You sound like a real asshat. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh boy. And then of course, there's people like you know. Jeffrey D. Morgan just called Army Hammer an asshat. Welcome to Tuesday. This <laughs> <laughs> so was like, here I actually liked Army Hammer. This man, man went down a ten million points in my book. <laughs> yeah, Army Hammer got his ass handed by Jeffrey D. Morgan, and I'm weak. <laughs> I can't believe we get to witness a Twitter fight between the Jeffrey D. Morgan and Army and Army Hammer, whoever that is. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> where, where can I get a VP ticket to that to Jeffrey D. Morgan and Army Hammer's brawl? <laughs> so that was now okay. Now also I know uh, the ugly. This is when this when <laughs> that was the ugly. That was the bad. Okay, this is the ugly. Um, I it's I don't know if I pulled it because I was like you know what I don't even know if I want to give this any kind of attention. But <laughs> since we're talking, um. It is, oh, uh, what's fuck? Now, now I have to kind of go through. <laughs> Bill Maher. Bill Maher. All right. Okay. Um, let me see. I'm gonna. I want to see if I can get this uh, up. Basically, Bill Maher has a show, mm-hmm. and a show it, on HBO. Yes. He used to have it on ABC, and then they got. He said something. Tried something about 9/11. After 9/11 happened, then they wanted him off the air. And then, uh, of course, he was, you know, and then I think after that, he really went off the deep end, you know, after he got his show and then he did that, that like religious, religious or something like that documentary based movie. And he was making fun of uh, other religions, uh, primarily Catholic religion, um, you know, because he's an atheist. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, here, Bill Maher trashes fans of Morning Stanley and adults who read comics. Um, he did a blog post. Which you know is what it is. Yeah. Um, is Bill Maher targets Stan Lee's legacy and controversial new blog post? Um, America is a morning deep, deep morning for a man who inspired millions to I don't know watch a movie. I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's uh, here. You go. Um, let's see. A guy who created Spider Man, the Hulk has died, and America is in mourning. Deep, deep morning. If I said that, the assumption everyone had back when I was a kid, both the adults and the kids, was that comic books were for kids. And when you grew up, you moved on to big boy books without pictures. 
he then writes more that the last twenty years, adults in the last twenty years, adults decided that they didn't have to give get, give up kid stuff and pretend comic books were actually sophisticated literature. He then capped off his blog post by claiming that comic books haven't made people any stupider, and that now we're now using our smarts on stupid stuff. I don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that think comic books are important, he wrote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a jackass. Of course, it didn't sit well to for a lot of people. Um, uh, let's see. It's crazy to me that Bill, Mar- Bill Maher is using Stanley's death to insult the maturity of comic book fans. It's crazy out there. The characters for him try to assert his intellectual superiority over the ignorant masses is a shrill, strident, obnoxious, and attention-seeking way. Uh, Bill Maher used to be my idol to draw to, to draw in Stanley on a point that he made was sick. One who decides this one's own one's stance to make one believe that enforces a greater blah, 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 blah. that person didn't really do so well. <laughs> um, so there was that. You know, I he's always been kind of a bit of a jerk anyway. Um, but here's the thing: is he kind of was in an Iron Man movie. He was uh, commenting on something. They paid him to make a comment on his show about something. Yeah. So obviously the man's a fucking whore. Because it'd be like, I'll be in your movie if you pay me. I'll say whatever you want me to say. And then turn around and slam the exact media that he's trying to be in. Now, here's the thing. Like, the one thing that I, I tend to do a lot is slam something that I have no idea what I'm talking about. I do this a lot. I think you you and everybody else does. But with Bill Maher, though, is another story because I, I had HBO for a while and I was kind of curious what Bill Maher was about because I thought his show up until the incident happened, which I didn't see. I missed that incident uh, when 9-11 happened and everybody was sensitive about what's going on. And he made a comment, something about like, like we should have known this was coming because we were so blah, blah, or something like right, that. Okay. And everybody up, up in arms about it. And he got... ABC decided to cancel the show because there was too much controversy around him. And then HBO picked him up like maybe a couple of years later. But I, you know, I had HBO for a while and I watch him and I, and I still see some stuff on YouTube because I'm like always curious about his point of view. Like, like what makes Bill Maher tick? Because you, you go to, to under to either hate him or, or like him. You have to know him or understand him, you know, kind of thing. And, and that's the thing. Like, like if, if, if I just go, Oh yeah, you know what? He made an instance comment, you know, he, he, you know, says 17 years ago, I don't like him, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just like, you know, like he didn't do anything wrong. He just made a comment and some, you know, he made a, made a statement and everybody hated him. But I, I watched him and he's kind of one of those type of people that will make fun of anything that he doesn't believe in. Yeah. You know, like, and like, like he wants legalized weed. He wants this. He wants that. And anything else, like anybody else's opinions is stupid. Yeah. He, I always watch the show. He always seems to, He'll give you this look where he kind of looks looks down at you and like look over his eyes like you should know better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like his shit doesn't stink. Right. And that I'm right, you're wrong, and then you should bow down to me because I know more than you. Right. Because I assume I know more because I make people chuckle. <laughs> yeah, I can make people laugh and you know, because I make observations that, you know, people go, Well, I'll laugh at anything because anything is really kind of stupid if you put it in the right context and sure. you know, you know, make a joke about it and you go, Okay, you know, I laugh yeah, at Christ, it. we try doing every week. <laughs> and fail. <laughs> try and fail. Well, we make each other laugh, that's all that matters. Welcome, welcome, because we're both two stupid idiots. Gorge. 
tell me more about the economy. Uh, you make money, you spend it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Um, so, like, for, for me, like, Bill Maher, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, not that I don't hate the guy. I just don't, like, if you think that you're so right and you, you know, like, nobody else's opinion, you, you, you want to argue it to the point where you go, this is why I'm right and this is why you're wrong and you're going to see it my way. Is 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 ridiculous, you know? Kind of thing. If yeah. You, you know, and especially when it's like arbitrary. It's like, well, that's your opinion, and you, you know, you can do what you want with it. I, you know, well, I'll go my way, you go yours, and you go, well, you're an asshole because you're not going my way. All right. You know, and it's just like, well, fine, you know, uh, you know, and, and and that's the thing. Like, so, so every time he makes comments like this, it just it's it's kind of like Emil Hammer. It's like the same thing. Like Army. Whatever. <laughs> everyone knows, tomato tomato. Everyone has that person in their lives where they know the moment they open up their mouth to try to sound smart, they always look dumb. Yeah. And it's like open mouth, insert foot. Everyone's got a family member, a friend, a coworker that the moment they the moment you see them drop their uh, obligatory soapbox on the invisible their invisible soapbox on the ground, they go, <clears throat> I have something to say, listen to me. They always sound like a complete blithering idiot. Yeah. You know, I mean, God knows, obviously you can go pretty far with that. <laughs> you know? Five years. <laughs> right. Um, apparently the great Neil Gaiman had something to say about it too. Um, Maris just trolling and a lot of people are rising to the troll. Uh, he's like, Julie Burchill did it better 30 years ago with her. There aren't any adult comics because adults don't read comics line. More people care about Stanley's death than care about Bill Maher alive. <laughs> I, like, uh, I just it's it, that's kind of like I feel like, dude, man. Oh, you you kind of go, you kind of want to go to him. Go, well, how did you feel when Mister Rogers passed away? Like, like you know, like I bet you he didn't say. I, I, I like there's certain things I get it. You know, some people would say, oh, he's just using to get his head and face. And like, again, using the backs of some of the tragedy mm -hmm. to gain fame for himself. Like, well, how come he's not fired from his show? Because <laughs> people don't care, man. It's not advertisers. It's not advertising dollars they're worried about. It's, it's subscriptions from uh, people making that kind of money. It's funny, like everyone goes. Everybody's like, I'm, I'm still waiting for, I'm still waiting for that final season of Game of Thrones. I cancel it too bad. <laughs> no, I canceled. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it, and then I'm, after Game of Thrones is done, I'm canceling Cancel it again. again. Um, it's funny, like some people. I'm looking here and through Google, right, and mm -hmm. I just put in as a headline, Bill Maher, Stanley Block. Like that's it, mm -hmm. you know. And all the headlines, not one has even said, you know what? I agree with Bill Maher. Like, <laughs> like, like, it's like... Um, Bill Maher's got a point. Time Magazine, Bill Maher insults Stanley's legacy, a new blog post. Uh, you know, um, Vanity Fair, Bill Maher wrote a bad blog about Stan Lee. <laughs> Bill Maher tries to move on, but Twitter's not done thrashing him for insulting to Stan Lee. Like, uh, it's USA Today, Entertainment Weekly. It's nothing like, no one's like, you know what I believe? I think Believe Maher has a point. Bill Maher has a point. Like, I think we should, hold on, hold on. Let's give him some form. <laughs> Let's give him some more rope. Right. <laughs> see, see if he hangs himself. Let's go. You know, Let's see uh, how he gets out of this one. Uh, it's just, it's, I'm like, it's, it's annoying how, how it's like, hey, real time with Bill Maher. Here's, I guess, probably the article, but. Ugh. 
Like, I don't, apparently, it, here's you know what it, you know what it also feels like. It feels like he's a person who never picked up a comic book ever in his entire life. He probably was never allowed to have a comic book. His his father told him they're for kids. You need to be an adult because if he did, he would then not he would know about truth, honor, heroism. You know how people overcome. Like the X Men itself is an allegory for the homosexual lifestyle. Might say mm-hmm. they you know like they're outsiders who really want to be accepted. They're just like everybody else. There's a lot more than just there's, homosexuality, but that's a good point though. You know there's there's the um, Spider-Man being anybody behind the mask, like you, true heroism comes from inside. It's not by the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. It's not by the job that you do. It mm-hmm. comes from who you are as a person. He taught you right from wrong, you know, in those books. Like you didn't, it didn't have to be a War and Peace or Moby Dick to get a, a, a message across. Mm-hmm. It could be in, 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 a, in a, a 22 page comic book with funny pictures in it where a guy in tight says, you know, I'm all about truth, justice, and, and honor. Like, well, I would say the American way, but, that, you know, nowadays so Superman... <laughs> that's, a, that's a different series. That's Superman different stands for more than comedy. that. You know, it's like, how can you look at su- Superman... I mean, I know it's, it's you know... DC, talk, and, Marvel, DC yeah. and Marvel, but it's comic books in general. Yeah. It's the, you know, allegory for being an, an, an immigrant in the United States. Right. You know, Batman, the, the allegory for, you know, trying to... to, to Get through loss. Billionaires just beating up poor people. That's right. That's how I see Batman. <laughs> Batman. He, he wants to demolish crime. Put some more money in that city. <laughs> Stop trying to live with young boys and write a check once in a while. That's right. <laughs> Iron Man, billion dollar guy. Like you know, working on a better police force. Or you know, the whole arc of. We call it Hank Pym beating up Jeanette Van Dyne. Mm-hmm. Jeanette Van Dyne, you know, like they, they talked about abusive relationships. Tony Tony Stark being an alcoholic and going mm-hmm. through that demon in a bottle. You know, there's there's moments of, of of real passion and loss, and and that's just in Marvel and DC. But there's also um, I people make comic books out of the classics too because it's a classic story. Yeah, but I mean, like, you, like you kind of hit the nail on the head almost there with the Marvel. Is the fact is that like Marvel gave you the realism, like, cause it's like, yeah, they're superheroes, but they have to have a day job. Like, sure. they were you know, like, like you know, luckily Tony Stark was a billionaire, so like he, he had a problem keeping a roof over his head and making ends meet. Right, you, you know? know, he had to be a photographer for the Daily Planet. And he, you know, luckily like the the pictures they wanted most was of him. You know, so right. he. Spider-Man, so he, you know, he was able to do that and make money that way. And but it wasn't like Superman, where it's just like, yeah, I fly off and then, and, you know, like I, 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 uh, and then I'm, I'm, I'm getting the story, you know, kind of thing. I mean, there was like, like, well, what did, what did, uh, what did Green Lantern really do, you know, on his day job? Or, or, uh, right. Or when Green Lantern and Green Arrow did like the, hey, we're gonna walk the earth like Kane, and, yeah. and you know, it's my, like, war- my ward is a drug addict, or you know, or when Harry Osborn was on drugs. You know, and, the, and, and it's like they touched on all those things. Yeah. Bill Maher is just an idiot who wants to think that because he doesn't see highbrow entertainment on the screen, that therefore it, it must be like it just uh, it frustrates me. It's like I want to just kind of say like, well, like what do you, what did you have as a child? You know, it got destroyed, yeah. and like I'm like, did, did that make you sad? And you you know like type of thing, or you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, you know, who cares? Yeah. And then you moved on. Did someone did who? Who touched you? Like <laughs> you're, you're a bitter, bitter man. Why? Yeah. Like what happened? Did you have like your be- most beloved toy get broken by a parent and then went 
live with it, son? Or were you denied the joy of reading a comic book because your mom thought it was better that you go get a job at 15? Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just saying, we live, we live in a scary world as it is because uh, I've been, I, you know me, I, I love like these like crappy shows sometimes with the, oh, with the A&E. What are you, and what are you watching? <laughs> Leah Remini's back. Oh, that's what I was watching when I walked in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's back. But this time, instead of talking about uh, uh, the Scientology, they, they picked on another religion. Judaism. Jehovah's Witness. Uh, really? Yes. Come on. <laughs> I was going to Judaism. I was like, how did she got poke fun of my religion? Like, I, <laughs> I want to see what that heaven is to say. Right. I, I, I mean, you know, like, what, like for you, like, what would, what would you think of Jehovah's Witness, what do you think of them when you hear of that word? Like, Okay, when I think of Jehovah's Witness, I think of being a kid, and every Sunday there was a moment where there's this at the door. Mm-hmm. And you hide. <laughs> <laughs> that still goes on today. Yeah, like, by the way. I mean, yeah, it still goes yes. on today, but I mean, I just remember like, don't answer the door, don't answer the door. Like, or, where's the dog? <laughs> like, answer the door, but have the dog bark, 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 bark. Yeah. And you'd be like, you just let's scare him away, and you know. And every once in a while, if I was out in the wild, like I remember being out at the mall and someone tried stopping. Every once, in, like as a teenager or even like a young adult, I would try to. I'm always questioning. Like I'll get into a conversation. When you tell me what? Okay, sell me on it. Yeah. Like, come on, go ahead. You know, like I did the old Dennis Miller line when someone said, "You know, you need to be born again." And my response was, "I got it right the first time." Like. <laughs> You know, but that definitely lifted off of Dennis Miller. He yeah. did it, you know, on a stand-up years and years and years ago. But, uh, yeah, to my mind, Jehovah's Witness are people who, who want to spread the word of God. Yeah. Through, and they do it through the old, the old school method by knock door-to-door salesman type. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that, you know? that's, that's, that's one little part of it. But, yes, that's, that's you know. Oh, is there a deep, dark, seedy oh, there's, side? Yeah. There's a dark, like, uh, underbelly like, side of it. I have no clue, you know. I mean, but then there's always that story about the young Mormon boy who uh, falls into the world of porn. <laughs> that's orgasmo. I'm sorry. That's a plot of orgasmo. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, I you know the one thing I just I, like watching this show. Like I'm, I haven't seen the whole show yet, but, I've, but from what I've seen, I've, I've gotten enough information. Where like like they they basically they're from like from birth till death. They they re- they think that the end of the world is coming. They don't know when it's coming, when it's going to come, and you have to be a true believer. Oh. Look, Stanley, yes. <laughs> true believer, believer, friend, Excelsior! But there's 144,000 that will go up to heaven and like basically rule over Earth as the 144,000, and the rest of us will be here on Earth and living in hell, kind of. Well, actually, living in, living in paradise in a way, and the animals won't be carnivores anymore, and we'll be living in peace and 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 past members. That died. Well, I'm not done yet. Can, well, I, got quite, gonna, I got questions. You know, well, well, when you when I'm done, you question it. Okay. And then they the like people that died before you come back to life. You know, like they they rise from the dead. Zombies. Zombies. <laughs> quick, kick Carl. 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 Anyway, uh, but they'll come back. You know, to that way you can re- re- reconnect to them. But like people can like. Uh, but you have to really believe, or you'll be burned in hell. Like if you if you don't like a true believer, and only God knows for sure whether or not you're going to make it or not, because it's in your heart. 
So you kind you kind of know if you know in your heart that you're not good enough, you're you're gonna be you know dying. But people like from like birth till death believe this like as a Jehovah's Witness. Okay, well. Okay, my question is that those it was like a hundred uh hundred and ten thousand people? Hundred and forty four. Hundred and forty four thousand people. Actually if you if you if you it's a it's like hundred and forty four some number, I think. Okay. If you do if you do a format of a floppy disk, it's the same exact number. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> okay. I just noticed that one day. Okay. So uh go hundred and forty four million people, hundred and forty four thousand. Okay. They move on. They go up to heaven and they rule the their their the governing okay. body. Of heaven. Okay, so they're like the Congress and Senate yeah. of heaven. Then. Yes, and then us, the people who didn't, who are not the the one hundred forty four thousand, we're on Earth, but everything's all good. Yes. What's the problem? Well, the thing is, is that <laughs> oh my God. the thing is, if that you're if you're bad or you're not a not a believer, you'll burn in hell. Okay, again, so. So I mean, it's not a bad religion. Like, like, well, okay, compared so, to compared like, to Scientology, it sounds pretty good. Like, I mean, yeah, like, so you're a bad person. You're going to hell. Yeah. If you're a true believer, you're going to be part of the the, the either. If, you're going to be part of the big clique. You you be part of the, you could be part of the hundred forty four thousand or live in paradise on earth. Right. So, but if you're a decent person, you believe, for a thousand years. What happens after the thousand years? I don't know. I didn't get that yet. Because <laughs> like, I'm sitting over stable for a thousand years, you get to live in peace and harmony with one with the universe and, and the other people and the animals and everything's kumbaya and all happy, glory, and hey, whatever. I don't see what the big deal is about that one. Like, I don't, I don't see the, what's the, what's the, well, where's the downside? Where's Ed? the downside? Like, it's, it's, it's before, before Armageddon happens. It's like, I don't have to be an overachiever. And I don't think I'm a horrible person. <laughs> it's like I'm a D student. I'm good. I'm yeah, like I'm, I got a I got a solid C average, and I'm passing. And and everything comes out millhouse for me in the end. <laughs> like it, I have to give the minimum amount effort in yes. life, and I'm paradise. Yes, I don't see the downside. <laughs> I don't want to be up there with the snobs. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? I mean, so, I'd rather cry so, with, laugh with the sinners and cry with the saints. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Billy Joel. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is that like between now and the end of end of Armageddon, basically, it's like you went to an R-rated movie, uh-huh. you know. Then basically, what ends up is that somebody could report you if they saw you go into a movie theater, like an R-rated right. movie, right? right. You be you. They would go to the elders, and then you could be either shunned or excommunicated, basically from the from the. Uh, well, okay, well, that's just, okay, but that just means I wouldn't be one of the hundred and forty-four thousand, right? No, no, no. It's that means that you could be burning in hell. Oh, so if 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 someone says, "Hey, we caught Sean spanking it in the back room," yeah. to online porn, and they go and tell the elders, the elder says, "That's it, Sean. You're booted out. You're booted out of the party. Right? You're going to burn in hell because of it." Yes, I would be like. I uh, see me, me, Sean. Have, say, in your in your mind, you go, you go, yeah, fuck it, who cares? Fuck you, I'm just jacking right <laughs> now in front of you. It's like, eh, now you're all going to hell too for watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm out, I just took all you with me. So fuck you, drop the mic and leave. I'm smart. I'm all the elders are sitting there going, Sean, you have inappropriately touched yourself. We're as communicating. Like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Zip, drop, chop. Look at my penis. What? what? It's, woo! Shake it as a. As a, as a, so it's a, a religion, the animal house. <laughs> <laughs> and, I just, and I just turn around. Just, I do the little shuffle out the door because my pants, <laughs> you see my bare ass. Whoa! Whoa! Kiss my ass. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> 
and jack off in the doorway. <laughs> Trying to walk out of that. Yeah, I just draw a little line. There. I feel like it's like it's salt and a demon. <laughs> so you get, try to get that doorway, people. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like in their belief system, can't take any religion seriously when it's divisible by eleven. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, though, the people that are in the system and they've uh-huh. been, like I said, from birth, they've been... They're indoctrinated. They're going to believe this. Don't touch yourself. Don't right. do this. Don't. And you do. And then all of a sudden, now, like, you're a crab. Excommunicado. Yeah. And now now you're going to do everything you can to get back in. Like, you're going right. to try and, and, and right the wrongs that you've done. Right. And, okay. you know, hopefully one day be accepted back into the fold. And some people believe that, and like you know, it's just it's it, you know thing. But then after a while, some people start to realize like this is crazy, this is nuts. Like I gotta sure. move on with my life. I'm gonna go to Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> I'll become a Jew. Oi! Don't understand. All those years of suffering. I got what I gotta do. I just gotta pass the bar, and then next thing you know, paradise for a hundred thousand years. Eh. What's the problem? <laughs> But so that's that's I forget why I was telling you this. I you were because it's I, right and wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It's a show. Because the scary world we live in. Oh yeah. All things You're like are. scary world we live in. Let me tell you about oh, Jehovah Witness. I'm like, so what's the scary part? It seems to be like as long as you're a C student, you got paradise. Yeah. Just don't be a bad person. Be be awesome to each other. It's <laughs> kind of the best way. Take what's the up, Bill, Wild Stallion? <laughs> take take the Bill and Ted's approach. Be excellent to each other. 100,000 years of paradise. Let this stop. Do you, okay, let's think about it. Those 144,000 people probably aren't the best people to hang around with anyway. They're probably uptight, snotty people. Let them sit on high and judge. I'd rather be at least a, a, a middle-of-the-road guy and be like, hey, what? Hey, look at me. I'm sitting next to a tiger, petting him. You know why? He ain't going to eat me. He's not a carnivore no more. <laughs> yeah, but that's, a, but that's the thing. Who's your cookie? <laughs> Who's that cookie? Cats, a big dying tigers on its back while I'm rubbing its belly going, Who's a good boat? Who's a good boat? Big, big tiger. Big burn. Big burn. You want a steak? Oh, no, you don't. Oh, do I look yummy? Oh, no, no. Oh, I wish we called Six Feet and Roy were here. They would love this. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, here's your friend the bear. Oh, look, let's all play. Oh. I don't see the problem with that. But this is the thing you want to strive to be the one out of the 144,000. That... And that's overachieving for me. <laughs> I'm fine where I'm at. You know, you know what's funny though is, you know what's funny was I, after I'm watching this, one of the things I remembered from Prince's death was the fact is that his religion was Jehovah. He was a Jehovah's Witness. Right, right, right. And I thought that was so odd that so he's we, probably one of the 144,000. <laughs> it's Prince. He made godlike music. <laughs> I mean, it was sure it was about sex and women and naughtiness, and he did drugs and, and yeah, you know. whatever. I'm whatever. Oh, come on. He's like, how did he not excommunicate Hand him a guitar in front of the pearly gates. He does a little purple rain riff. <laughs> Everyone's like, you're in. He did a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, but come on. Only, only, come on. Only an angel could play like that. Yeah. Allow him in. <laughs> he was right next to Bowie. You know, like, come on. <laughs> I just thought it was so odd that, like, out of all the, like, he's a Jehovah's Witness? Like, really? Yeah. Didn't see it. Did, Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. Hey, it was one of the 144 grand. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. 
good for him. I hope he hope he's in a good place. Same with Stan. Yes. Uh, so that was my week. Oh, but I did also have other stuff to happen during the week. <laughs> yes. I video gaming. Ah. I, I video gamed. Um, I got Spyro. <laughs> Spyro, the, the, the Reignited Trilogy. Yes. You're, you're looking forward to it. I was actually looking, looking forward, forward to it, it. Yeah. because I've never played a Spyro game, and every time I say that, people are always like, do the, oh, really? Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, and, and quite enjoying it. It's like a lot of fun. It's, it's not, it's, I wouldn't say it's, I, I want to say that it's not a game that I could take serious, but I try really hard to get every trophy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm looking at the trophy list, I'm going, that seems feasible. Like, it was... <laughs> Like, it's doable. Like it, it didn't have to be like you have to hundred percent everything. It was hey on this one thing, fireball these these fairies that are flying in the air, and it's like yeah, you get the trophy. You got to do one round. I'm like hey, that's not a problem. Like boom, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> like, as I'm flying, and then it's just like a, oh! you know, and I'm in. I'm on fire. Oh, like I'm looking down this trophy list. I'm going okay. What board am I next? And like <laughs> I'm flaming. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm so hot. <laughs> um, so it's like, okay, well, I mean, so far, I'm only playing the first out of the three. Hey, sorry, I got a fart. Life goes on. <laughs> My butt's not in mourning. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, so I've been playing that, and it's it's been quite enjoyable. Like, it was it was very fun. Um, I also got more Red Dead Redemption in. I played a little bit more Odyssey. Um, <laughs> but then, I also got another game this week. It's... Uh, Came with an accessory. <laughs> uh, I'm playing Let's Go Pikachu. <laughs> let it out. <laughs> out of a list of games. I got to save the universe. I'm, I'm death incarnate. Coming through, shooting up bad guys and bing, bing, bing. And on the side, I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. It totally is. I have, well, I have a switch, and uh, right, this is a tech. Oh. <laughs> shit. No, it was fart. It passed by some shit on the way out, probably. But <laughs> you're welcome. That fart is brought to you by Sean <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> I'm just gonna add it all. I'm just Excelsior to everything now. <laughs> everything. Um. Yeah, so uh, I, I I got it with the Pokeball controller. I got I got the bundle. I should have brought the Pokeball with me. I wasn't thinking because I had a little bit of a slight emergency at work. I had to put a fire out. Not a little, not, not a literal, fire. not not a literal fire. Just kind of like a there was a, a hiccup in the system. Um, I should have brought it. Maybe I'll bring it next week so you can see it. And maybe I'll put a little Pokeball and a Pokemon in there. Maybe I'll bring Pikachu with me next time, next for next show. Next show, yeah. Um, because. Uh, it's it's smaller than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, it's it's a <laughs> man. This is really bad. It's just lingering. It's just you lingering. Have to let it linger. You have to. You have to. You have <laughs> That's to. my question. Do you have to let it linger? <laughs> um. <laughs> so it's it's basically a remake. From my understanding, a remake of Pokemon Yellow. Which was like the first Pokemon game for the mm-hmm. Game Boy, I think it was. Um, I obviously I pink Pikachu because if you're gonna you have, you have a choice in games, Pikachu or Eevee. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't fuck with Eevee. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna go pink, if you're gonna go Pokemon, you go with the the Mickey Mouse of Pokemon, and that's Pikachu. 
Now, some people be like, yeah, sure, there's a Snorlax and there's Jigglypuff. You got all, you got your Beatles of, you know, the famous people. The, the, Beatles. Up, the Beatles of the Pokemon. I think everyone knows Snorlax and, you know, but like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Charm, Charizard, Charmander, the same Pip person. Right? right. You know, I, I get it. <laughs> but if you had to pick between Pikachu and Eevee, you picked the guy who the fucking cartoon is about. You, the face of the face the, of Pokemon. The face of Pokemon. Yeah. It's Pinka Pinka. Bitch. It's the face that has his own live action movie coming out next year with Ryan Reynolds and Detective Pikachu. Oh Did God. you see that trailer? Yes, I have. Because I was like, I actually posted it on our Facebook page, Geekster Radio. Give us luck by there. <laughs> Way to make it better ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is this real? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, this got to be a joke that Brian Reynolds is pulling off. Well, it's and not, I'm like, it's not because we talked about the show. Like, we talked about it. I think like a year or two. Yeah, ago. I blocked it out of my head. And I was like, hey, because the game was coming out too, Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And I'm like, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, well, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm in because it's got Ryan, and it's like you can hear. It. I'm so loud. Like, <laughs> I'm so lonely. It is so. Funny, and I'm like, wow! I, I thought it was just gonna be Pikachu and a, a, and the kid. Like, I yeah. didn't expect it to be the world of Pokemon. Like, yeah. like it's like, hey, it's like when um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out. Yeah, it was like you're gonna get Mickey. Yeah, you're gonna get Mickey and Bugs, Bugs in the same movie. Yeah. I'm there. Well, now for people who are Pokemon fans, it's like having all your Pokemons in their first live action movie, and it's got the voice of Ryan Reynolds as the lead. You know, see, I, I want I want to go to see this movie not because I want to see this movie because I want to see the people go. Oh my god, that's so and so like a character that you never heard of, yeah. but they're so excited they see it. Like because it's going to be like you know, there's all these characters you see sure, in the beginning of the, a, the trailer, uh, so you know there's going to be like characters running around through this whole thing, and you go, right? How many characters can you pick right, out? It's be like the cameo. It's like you got to catch them all. Like can you spot them all? Like how many are they going to put in? Because if you're going by the first game. There's 151. Yeah, I found that out because you know everyone around me. You're a loser. No, because <laughs> everyone around me at work are fucking Pokemon snobs. Yeah. They're nerds to the nth degree. <laughs> all right, and I know that this you're is drinking cool. their Kool Aid. And I know, I know this is off the heels of me almost crying about the death of Stan Lee. But boy, those guys are fucking nerds. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I love every. You better one check them. yourself there. I love every one of them. I love every one of them. Like well, the, but the game can't. It makes me smile in a way. Playing it, too. well, it's actually kind of boring too. But it, <laughs> <laughs> this is, and this is where Sean loses the Pokemon crowd. <laughs> this is where it goes downhill. Um, I got the game. Uh-huh. Um, it comes with a little Pokeball controller. And the only, and, and it's about it's about the size of a, of a of a very large ping pong ball. <laughs> I have a question. I yeah. have to ask this. Did you get the charger? No, I did not get the charger. <laughs> okay. I haven't. Oh, I got a story about the charger too. <laughs> okay. oh, 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 something. I'm, I'm going to give everybody a warning. All right. <laughs> Continue. Um. So, I get the game, pop it in. I'm playing. I'm playing it on the handheld version because Stacy's watching. Stacy's this week on Sci-Fi is Wizarding Week, so they're playing like every Harry Potter movie. So she's glued to it, despite the fact I have it on my Voodoo account and I have a big fucking Xbox set in the next room that she could pop them in wherever the fuck she wants to watch them. <laughs> but she has to watch them on Sci-Fi and during with and, and with commercials with commercials. And I'm like, you know, we got the I got the big limited edition Harry Potter. She's like, that thing is fucking huge. I'm not carrying it into the next room. 
How does that go? But then when she went, but Voodoo came on is now available on the PS4. Right. So now I have all my digital movies on my PS4, and she's like, "Do you have the Harry Potter movies?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh, so now I don't have to watch them on TV. I can just pop them on whenever I want." I'm like, "Yeah, could just walk next door and pop them in whenever you want." No, that takes work. I have to get out of, out of the bed. I'm like, "All right, whatever." Like, no. So, I feel her play. <laughs> I feel her play because I have my voodoo, and I'm like, let me put that code in. It's a lot faster than pulling the desk out. <laughs> <laughs> I just added, you know, I, I have to go through my my movies now and make sure I put all the digital codes in because now I feel like I have to. Before Good luck. Like, it's it's a it's a two week long process. Uh, I'll just go go through piece by piece. So I'm like, <laughs> uh, so uh, so um. I'm playing the game handheld and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, like mm. I'm not. I'm not overly exerting myself because it's fucking Pokemon. It's basically, I legitimately is wander around and get into fights and it's kind of like my childhood. Now that I think about it, it's like wander around, I get into fights, and every once in a while, I get something cool happens. <laughs> random right. encounter, you know, a random encounter. Or I can go, oh look, there's a Pokemon in the field. I don't feel like fighting them. I don't feel like capturing them. I'm gonna walk by. You know, like, um. <clears throat> Like I said, I got the Pokeball controller and Pokeball, the Pokeball <laughs> controller, what? Now, now I'm like picturing like you walking by and he goes, you motherfucker, you didn't choose me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, you just cursed me out. I totally want you. You're, you're foul mouthed. Come here. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want you. Fuck you. No, no, no. I'm gonna throw, Runs poke, away. throw Pokeballs at him. Boom, yeah. boom. Him in the back of the head until he finally catches up. <laughs> here, here's a berry. Heat that. Click. <laughs> <laughs> um. It, the the pokeball works with the game as a as a controller so because mm-hmm. all you need is really two buttons it's really yes no and the controller to move around mm-hmm. so you can actually play it with one joy-con if you have to or you can use it as <laughs> keep that hand free for something else yeah, that's right oh jigglypuff jiggling my jigglypuffs <laughs> <laughs> um so <clears throat> you're wandering around you get into fights and i i got you know like i'm like it's not super hard but i'm sure it is gonna be super hard because mm. you do want to catch them all <laughs> <laughs> i got the clap <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all i got gonorrhea <laughs> so was, i'm gonna start naming them that which one is this one gonorrhea why because it's sore <laughs> look that one's got big hands we can call that one the clap <laughs> Well, that one's skinny and emaciated. HIV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too, too, soon. too soon. Hey, look at that one. That's Snorlax. What are you going to call him? Sleep apnea. We're going to call him apnea. Why? Because he snores. <laughs> See? See what I did there? Uh. I named him after our diseases and emotional things, too. <laughs> so, like, when I get... Because, like, you... When you start up, you get you get Pikachu and you catch him out in the wild, and he's like, "Pinka Pinka!" Yeah, he's got the whole voice, and I'm like, "Yay, it's Pinky! What's up? Yay, what's up, my boy?" And you get to rename him, and I'm like, well, "I don't want to rename him. He's Pikachu. I know that's what he is, but I'm like, I, 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 everyone knows him as Pikachu. They never actually gave him an official name. It's like, hey, I'm Steve. It's Phil. I'm, I'm Phil. I'm Phil, Phil the Pokemon. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Who, who are you? I'm fucking Phil. Phil, Phil the Pokemon." <laughs> Pika Pika, motherfucker. I'm a Pikachu. I'm going to peek at you. You guys see what I'm saying there, baby? <laughs> you know? Hey, you peek at me, you peek at me, I peek at you. Get it? Huh? Huh? Come on, why don't you come back to my place and you need to suck on these Pokeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you my jiggly puff while I put it in your Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
<laughs> there's a bunch of people going, he just defiled everything that is holy by, by making that joke with Pokemon. Because I know I'm going to get hate mail. Such an, <laughs> innocent, <laughs> hate mail. Such an innocent game. Such an innocent game. Yeah, you look at what's your face from Team Rock and think innocent thoughts. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> or even, the, the, even the other chick that was running around with Ash Ketchup all those years with the short shorts. Right. And the, the, <laughs> I was, see, I was a bad guy. I was like the Team Rocket, the girl in the short skirt. I saw them both, the, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, with the music. I was not prejudiced at all. You too, as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Let me get my little jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Let me slip you this little, slip you a little jigglypuff and then make Pikachu at you. All over you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make you squirtle. Look what you did to my... You made a Bulbasaur. <laughs> uh, my Bulbasaur is going to make you squirrel. <laughs> and then we're going to have Jigglypuffs. <laughs> and let me put my face in your Jigglypuffs. So anyway, so I'm playing that. <laughs> um, here's, here's... Okay. The, the, the Pokeball controller is... is Kind of not tough to control, but it is. You do. It comes with a. It comes with a wristband, uh-huh. so you don't throw it across the room. <laughs> but it also comes with a, a ring too that you can put your finger in through, so you really don't fucking lose it. Because <laughs> apparently, like, it will just fly right out of your hands. Because I, I had the my fingers are fat because they're you know, so I couldn't get the ring all the way on. But I'm holding the Pokeball, and they want you to throw it. The problem is you got to hold it the right way. If not, it gets all over the place. Because it's like, I'll throw it. I'm like, My ball's all over the place. It's like, I'm going to throw it like this. And it's like, uh, you don't have to let go. I mean, I don't know if people get the idea is that you throw the, because it's attached to your wrist, you actually throw the ball. Yeah. You don't. You just make the throwing motion. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a Wii controller, basically. It's a motion controller. Yeah. yeah. So I once went through like a couple, like you get 50. I went through three TVs. <laughs> I figured it out. You get like 50 Pokeballs, and apparently that's like a lot. Um, and but then I I, I I am I beat the first I got to the first gym and beat the person there. Me and me and Pope, me and Pinky were like, "What's up, bitch? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna throw down Pinka Pinka, zap zap, motherfucker, king of the ring here. <laughs> what what? You know, it's like beating Glass Joe. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Like, the first one's always free. <laughs> but. At the end, what you can do is you can actually import. Like, if I wanted to take, let's say, you had a Switch, and I wanted to bring my Pokemon over here so we can play together. Because you can play two players, right? Yeah. I can put my Pokemon into the Pokeball and bring it with me. Now, if it's got a full charge, you can you can um, push the controller and swiggle it around, and it'll wake up the Pokemon. Like, if it's yellow, it's yeah. probably Pikachu, but it'll yeah. make the old classic sounds. Yeah. Right. Work with me on this one, because what happens is okay. if the battery dies, you plug it in, you charge it up, right? A Pokemon's dead. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I forgot to feed Pikachu again. Oh. Jigglypuff's a lot thinner now. <laughs> um, Snorlax is on a diet. Anyway, so so um, what happens is I pop it in a charger, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to bed. Three thirty in the fucking morning, this thing's going off. <laughs> Apparently, it tells you when it's charged. It makes like this tune and a noise. And I, I'm like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I, I, and that's when I really threw the pony. I, well, the, it's attached to the switch because you need it. It couldn't just kind of be like, hey, look, it, it charges up on a regular USB cable. No, it's got to be the USB-C cable. Yeah. They give you one. It's real short. And yeah. it plugs into the side of the switch, you know, the, the, the carriage, yeah. <clears throat> the base. And you can let it charge that way. I'm like, all right, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, well, in the morning, I'll be, I'll be charged up. It's good to go. Right. No, it goes off and says that because it's still attached. It's like, hey, it's charged. Not it, it makes this tune. Do, 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 something like that. Yeah, uh, something, something. So it's not something you're not you don't hear at three fucking three. It's three thirty in the morning, and I hear it go off, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, what is it? Because it was in the room, and I don't have anything. I'm like, well, okay, it's got to be. That. And then it went again. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, I try to get back to sleep. It went off again. I'm like, oh fuck no, because all I could think of is. Stacy's gonna wake up and she's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Because she already kind of <laughs> rolled her eyes when I came home with it. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you knew I was getting it. Like, you know, like, don't be surprised. <laughs> like, I already warned you. You know, you knew you were getting. I was getting this game. I don't have. I don't have many games for for the Switch. Mm. In fact, I wound up trading a couple games. I I was playing on the Switch because I don't get to play it a lot. So right. I figured, give me a game that I can kind of s- slowly play and not have to be super." You know, like into Spend a it. lot of time into right, it, yeah. especially when you have like Red Dead Redemption and all that kind of stuff. You're like, you kind of, you're kind of forced. The problem is, I ch- I rather have played in handheld mode mm-hmm. because I don't have to worry about any kind of motion control because I'm 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 holding the console itself, so mm-hmm. I can just hit a button, and as long as you hit it at the right time, you you, you can it simulates the motion. It, it simulates the motion. It'll you know the pokeball will fly over to where it needs to be. But when you play it attached to a TV, you need a controller. And you have to, like, even the Joy-Con controller, I have to kind of, like, pretend I'm throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, and there was some, just, like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm looking at you, and I'll throw the ball, and the ball flies off to the right. And I'm like, what the fuck, Sean? Focus. <laughs> it's like you're playing baseball. Right. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but when it woke me up, I'm like, I thought it was going to maybe do, like, once or twice. It, for a solid minute, and I'm like, I sat late in bed. I was like, fuck. Yeah, like, is, is that, is that, oh, okay, it's over. I know it's back again. That's done. <laughs> and I realize I'm like, that thing's now. I got to unplug that because it's never going to stop. And I unplug it. It stops. I go back to bed. Easy peasy lemon squeeze. That was Friday. Saturday, I go to work. And my coworker also bought a copy. Yeah. So he comes in and he's like, hey, fun fact about the Pokeball. I was like, let me guess what happened to you too. <laughs> 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 and he's like, totally did. Like around three o'clock this morning, I was like, mine was three <laughs> thirty. Like, <laughs> I was like, it just makes this sound when it's fully charged. He's like, yeah. He's like, I wish they would have told you that. And I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> there I am laying in bed at three thirty in the morning. Next thing you know, I'm getting woken up by my pokeball going, "Hey, play with me." You know, <laughs> like I already play with my pokeballs, and I, I don't have to get out of bed for that. <laughs> That's why I'm in bed. I'm tired. Yeah, tired of playing with my pokeballs. <laughs> I just, it was the game itself is fun. I mean, I've, as a person who's never played Pokemon ever, it's enjoyable. But the problem is the game does get kind of boring because it really is. Because I was telling him, I was like, "Look, I kind of was having fun and I was smiling, enjoying myself playing it." But it seems to be like a lot of walking around and hoping shit happens. He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty much the game." I'm like, Ooh, "What's the plot?" He's like, "You just walk around, hope you know, trying to become the best Pokemon, but you got to catch them all, John." I'm like. I mean, really? He's like, yeah, it's the point of the game. you got to catch them all. There's 151 of them. And I'm like, he's like, that's not including like, once you finish the game and you get to the final, that you can play the game again and try to get all the shinies. I'm like, 
I don't think I'm gonna be doing that. Like, <laughs> like, I don't think like, I'm gonna get 151 either. So. Like, I mean, I'm gonna try. To go, I'm gonna try for the 151. Oh. I'm gonna go like, okay, I don't go know in the saying. distance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Um, I'm gonna try to become the king of the, you know, the aisle. You know, I'm. I'm you can't win, John. I'm, I'm in. I'm hoping that you know the, the next, the next game I'm actually purchasing will be Kingdom Hearts three in January. Why so. are you? Why are you hurting yourself? I don't know. I'm a glutton for punishment. I, I, there's a part. I, I didn't, the worst part about it, I didn't enjoy the first one. I don't think I played the second one. Why the fuck am I getting the third one? Like, I mean, you've played the second one. I have played the second yes, one. Yes, because every time you, you, you see it and, and, and you think that it's going to be different this time. Yeah, I know. But this was the third one. I'm like, okay. Well, you know what they did come? I go, oh, this sucks. I, I, I have a problem, Ed, because. I know you have a problem. There is. You have Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom... Well, it's, it's 1.5, Kingdom Hearts 2.8, and you yeah. have Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out. Well, those fucking bastards, what they did was they combined 1 and 2 into its own, like a new a new set, mm-hmm. and it's Kingdom Hearts, the story is so far. And it's like, <laughs> I kind of want that, because I want to know what the story is so far. Like, I can play that story. But again, it's like, hey, here's the game, and then here's all the cutscenes from the other stuff, and it's like... Ooh, like through the, the Kingdom Hearts 3D th- third something dumped and drop, you know, and it's like it's like hey <laughs> triple D, it's like okay, dream drop dream dream drop distance, I think it is because <laughs> it's supposed to be for the 3D. Get it? Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, well, maybe I should get that. You know, it's like 40 bucks. I'll get plenty. I'll sit down and play it again. Maybe I'll give it the old college try. Yeah. And I'm like, well, don't be an asshole. Like you you you. When it came out for the PS, when you played it for the PS2, I think it was a PS2 game. Maybe a PS1 yeah. game. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't I like think it. Was, yeah, like I didn't like it. Then they remastered it for the PS3. I've tried it, tried it. Didn't, didn't like, like it. it. I think I bought it for the PS4. Yes, you did. I didn't like it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's the fucking point at this point? I'm like, I player three's coming out. Well, I guess I'll get three. <laughs> it will be different this time. Like, you know, it's been waiting. It's probably 13 years since we're waiting on this. You know, people people live, breathe, and eat Kingdom Hearts. And they say it's the greatest game ever. And it's like, all right, well, if you say so, maybe maybe this time around I'll learn something new. Like <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> you're still going to do it anyway. I probably will. I, and, but then I'm, I'm supposed to be getting, if things go well, I'll get a copy of uh, uh, Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate mm. for the Switch. Which... I don't know how through. I don't know about that because I played. I tried playing the Super Smash for the 3D, mm. 3DS. Mm. I, I didn't get the concept of the game because mm. apparently it's a fighting game where you gotta just push everybody off the edge. Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't know that. I didn't know, but apparently in this in this game because I guess there's a story, and I get to play a story this time. I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll be interested in that. And well, there's, there's also other characters are adding to it's it. Like, that's yeah, good. there's like, oh, it's like it's super it's Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which every character is supposed to be in this, except for Waluigi for whatever reason. <laughs> like they'll give you the the snapping the piranha plant from from Mario, but they won't give you Waluigi for whatever reason. It wasn't that popular of a character. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He was in it. And if you're gonna, if you're going to tout every character from every Smash Brothers in it, you, it's the ultimate. Where's Waluigi? He doesn't count. Well, he's part of the game. Like, <laughs> he's probably the commentator or something. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'd be kind of great. Hey, it's me, Waluigi. Yeah, 
I'm I'm above all that. <laughs> I'm a commentator. I'm through the comic the color commentary. I'm gonna eat my pizza here. Uh, uh, look at the there's there's the Waluigi. Uh, there's Wario. Look at him getting smacked around like a little bitch. <laughs> Ooh, there's a Jigglypuff. There's a Kirby. Look at that laying the smack down. <laughs> So that comes out December 7th. I'm like, really? D-Day is the way you want to commemorate you know, D-Day by playing Smash Brothers? That's right. Seems a little poor taste. <laughs> well, there's there's, there's some Navy ships in there. Oh. <laughs> the game is coming out of Japan, so I guess it's, you know. <laughs> we won that. <laughs> oh, we, we commemorate it. We are celebrate the holiday by giving you a Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh, <laughs> no Waluigi. <laughs> Have a fun. Hi. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, yeah, I think... Um, and I also have... I think uh, there's a new game coming out. Then we've got to start talking about games for, for next year. Like, is there any... Any games that... Um, I'm, I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Nah. What games are you looking for next year? I'm not looking for any games this year because I have no idea what's coming out next year that I can remember. Be like, oh, I'm excited for this because there's so many games that I didn't get this year that I'm like, oh, I want that, you know. Um, but I know the one thing that I keep, I have to keep my radar on is fact is is that apparently for 2019 they're making an Animal Crossing game for the uh, <laughs> for the Switch. So it's Pokemon for ladies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's not for me. It's for my wife. She's a huge, huge. Right. Uh, uh, Animal Crossing fan, and and I'm like, you know, they're probably going to come out with like a, a an Animal Crossing Switch, you know, like, a, like be, a package yeah, deal. Yeah, it can go. I mean, not necessarily a package deal, but it'll definitely be a an Animal Crossing for the Switch. So you might want to save up those pennies, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Christmas is approaching soon. Well, it's going to yeah. be in the first quarter of 2019, is what the the release date of this. Right, is that's what I'm saying. Why not end off quarter four with, uh, you know, like, hey, honey, here's a Switch. <laughs> well, wait, I wait for the game to come out because it was years ago when the 3DS version came out. Right. We got her, I got her a 3DS thinking that it was going to come out. Right. Pretty soon, you know, like, well, let me, let's, let's beat the, let's beat the thing it was during the summer. And I'm like, let's get this. It was three years later that finally the game came out for the 3DS. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm not doing through that again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Before you go on, I do want to say it's something that happened to me this week that yeah. I will let's talk about a little bit. The fact is, is that uh, Best Buy uh, is going downhill. And it's. I was there today, so let's let's, let's talk. <laughs> I got a I got a thing in the, my emails. Uh, you know, Best Buy sends me a lot of crap. You know, kind of thing, and I look at it briefly, and then I like dismiss it, or you know, put it somewhere, and just, you know, whatever. But I got one that was like, you know, get up to five thousand dollars off. So I'm like, all right, let five thousand bucks off. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, 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 what's what's this, right? So I'm reading it here. They're giving me a coupon. It could be worth up to five thousand dollars. Uh-huh. So. The thing is, is that you have to go to the store right. to find out how much you're getting. Now I know it's like five to five thousand because that's the thing. And it's always gonna be five bucks, right? Because I I know it's a promotional thing to get you to the store, basically right. to, to to get you in there. And I and I knew it was gonna be five bucks. Like I I knew, like, right? I'm like it's five bucks. Like yeah. I'm gonna buy something because I'm like get it five bucks it's off. Five because, bucks yeah. off something. I'll buy a movie for like ten bucks. Yeah, same, get it for half price. Expires this the, the past Friday was gonna expire, and I'm like, well, let me. I didn't get one. Let me, you know, let me let me go in and, and take a look. So I'm looking around and I you know, 
And, and of course, the only thing you really can buy with five bucks is a movie, right? You know, like, right. Yeah. You know, and I'm looking at either the bargain bin. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing really to there. You know, either have it or you know don't care. Right. You know. So I'm like looking, and I was thinking, oh, you know what? I don't have the latest Avengers one out on DVD or Blu-ray. Let me let me take a look. So that was like twenty five bucks. What, Infinity War. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, I don't feel like because I don't have that much money this week. I don't want to spend that kind. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Incredibles two came out. Yes. And it was a couple dollars cheaper. And I'm like, you know what? I know I'm going to have to pull. This right. is definitely because it's a Disney movie. It's going to be part of my collection. I might as well buy it now. Right. Yeah. You know? So I, I, cause the thing is, you go up. First, you check how much you're going to get, because you right. know I, I, I knew it was going to be five bucks, but you want to make sure because yeah. he, the guy you said it could be five or ten dollars. So I'm like, was it five or ten? Because that makes a difference. Like, I'll buy more <laughs> if it's ten dollars. You know, like, it's like I'll buy two movies for. I'm you know. haggling now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm haggling with myself again. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was five bucks. That's to say so. So I went back up to the same guy and he rung me up, and then I, you know, I, I paid with the with the debit card and all, and I'm like, and I'm thinking. You know what? That 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 total didn't look right. You know, so like he gives me a receipt, gives you the bag, yeah. and I, I walk and I look. I pull the receipt out and I look. They didn't take the five bucks off. That was a fucking bastard. Right. So I went back because there was no line. You know, thing. I'm sure, like, sure, there's no line at that Best Buy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, hey, you know, you didn't take the five bucks. And he's like, I didn't. Now the thing is, all the two. I also donated a dollar for charity because you know oh, they always boy, get they you got the, you all the yeah, time. <laughs> So, you know, it was for, for Jude Jones yeah. Hospital or something like that. And I'm like, how can you say no to the kids? Uh, you know, here's how a can you say no to the kids? Here's a shackle for you. You yeah. know, go, go, go make somebody happy. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, so I added up and explained it to him. Like, like, and like, he's got to do math in his head. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think he should have to. He should be able to read it on the thing. I, I, I agree with you. There should be a written there on the receipt, but promo code, whatever. It, it was either he was doing math or he was pooping. I don't know which one it was. The, 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 the vein the, right over his head. The face swelled. looked the same. It was like a. <laughs> oh, I see it. <laughs> So he's like, he's like, you saw me scan it. And I'm like, yeah, I know you scanned it, but it didn't come up. Like, yeah, you know, take. why, why didn't it come up? You know, is there something, you know, like, is there, I read the whole thing and there was nothing about like certain movies, like new releases or whatever. So like, I don't understand. And he goes, no, no, it should have went through. Right. So he tells me that he, he goes, all right, now you have to go to customer service and return it. You got to return it and then buy it again. And buy it again. <laughs> this is where I started to look like I'm doing math or pooping. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was popping out of my head. So I'm like, oh, motherfucker. I'm like, all right, okay. So I went over. Of course, there's a long line. You know, there's always a long line. Right, because there's a long line because I guarantee you everyone's there for the same, same five piece, bucks. Yes. So, 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 you know, I, I finally, you know, like it, it took, took like 20 minutes. It didn't take that long, which was good. But, you know, it still took 20 minutes. I, I go up, finally sure. go up, and I'm like, hey, you know, explain it to him. You know, this is what I got to do because the guy told me to do this. And the guy goes, no, he shouldn't have told you that. He goes, basically, I can fix it right here. And I'm like, okay, all great, right, you know, yay. like, all right, you know, I'm excited, you know, like, great, you don't have to do all this crap, I have to go back again and buy it, you know. So he, so he, you know, he sprays the barcode. Now I happen to have because I had printed it out twice. Uh huh. The 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 the, the, the form because he's like, oh, I need that, I need that coupon. I'm like, well, it just so happens I have another copy. <laughs> well, 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 you know, like <laughs> on my lucky day, I don't have to go back to that guy and get it. So. So he's like, okay, great. So he scans it, right? And he goes, oh, you're getting 540 back. And I'm like, I'm like, can you put it on the card? Because I don't really don't want the money. I'd rather have it, yeah, you know, right, in yeah. the account, you know, because you know, I don't want to screw up my balances, you know. <laughs> so he goes, no, 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 it's going to go back on the card. And I'm like, okay, great. He's like, you'll see it in two to three business days. Yep. 
I'm like, you're quick to take my money. <laughs> you know, in that case, give me the cash. No, 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 sir. Sorry, sir, you can't. <laughs> you know, that's that's exactly how. <laughs> well, maybe I'll take the 540 back in cash. I oh, know I can't do that. I just go back in my car because that's how you transaction went. Stacy and I went today, like I said earlier, we're off the air. Um, we walked in because I wanted to pick up Teen Titans, go to the movies. And um, we were wandering around and we were in the movie section. She's like, why are we here? I'm like, look, sweetheart, it's, it's, I'm like, it's two fucking aisles. We'll be done in like three seconds. <laughs> like, watch. I'm going to walk down. Yeah, there's nothing jumping out of me. Oh, I'm up this aisle. There's nothing jumping out of me. Anything jumping out of you? No. Oh, look, we're in the last aisle. Next thing you know, we're done. Yeah. Yo, like the time it took us to have this conversation, we went through the entire movie <laughs> section. It, it was fancy to go through the movie section and have this conversation. Yeah, and then I was I was more annoyed at because the last time, the first time I was there, I just kind of walked through the movie section mm-hmm. briefly. Obviously, that's all you can do. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well, you know what? It is what it is. This is the first time I actually buy something, and I'm like, these guys are grossly unprepared for the holiday season. Yeah, because the way they have their their registers it's like three registers at a counter and i'm like and on the other side is customer service side yeah but it's like customer pickup and cashiers and i'm like oh where's the big long people mover of a uh, tchotchkes that i'm like oh you guys are gonna get eaten alive this christmas holiday season like i, I oh, oh. like are you yeah, yeah i think i find it cute that you actually think they're gonna have a lot of people well, I, we were walking through and i was like babe look there's a 4k tv for 350 bucks yeah, no, like, like, <laughs> and i'm like let's get one and she's like no we have a car note to pay and uh, you're not spending 350 bucks i'm like but babe it's smaller like you know, <laughs> i'm willing to sacrifice being smaller for a smart 4k tv for only 350 bucks come on that's an easy paycheck she's like no I'm like, can I apply for the credit card? No. <laughs> like, Come on, I'm making payments on the car note. My credit's probably up a little bit. You know? <laughs> She's like, one payment's enough. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm just get my movie and go. <laughs> but they have like TVs everywhere. But it has the impact that Toys R Us not being around is prevalent now. Yes. Because when you walk in, Stacy was like. There are more toys in Best Buy now than ever before. I was like, oh, they're not toys. They're collectibles. Yeah. I'm like, GameStop, I know for a fact, GameStop is touted as now as the fourth largest, you know, collectible store in the country. I'm like, they're probably fifth. And with, you know, <laughs> Toy Story being gone, with Toy Story, Toy, <laughs> Toys R Us being gone, they just, obviously, it's like Game of Thrones. They just moved up not a much. notch, you know. But that well, probably, the king got dethroned and you right. everybody up the, up the step. Everyone moved up on the ladder because the king's dead. So it's <laughs> like, like well, who's number two? Like that's what I, I'm curious about. I, that's exactly. The game's number four. Who's number three? Two? Like, yeah. <laughs> who else do they got to kill to get to the number one spot? Like who took number one? And like you walking through Best Buy and it's like legitimately like, hey, here's a bunch of pop figures. I was like, wow, there's a, a lot of toys in here. I'm like, I don't remember ever. Like I know that the building itself is smaller on the inside, mm-hmm. and it feels it. Because yeah. it feels like they're like, we don't know what's going to sell or not, so let's just put all what we think is going to sell in here and overstock. Like, I think that their collectible section is obnoxiously large and that they don't need any. They, they should cut that in half because no one's going to Best Buy for fucking pop figures. Like, that's, it, that's the last place I would think of for pop figures. Right. 
You know, you go to FYE or maybe GameStop if you remember that because they yeah. have exclusives. Fuck, I was at Walgreens and Walgreens had pop, uh, Walgreens pop exclusives for sp- uh, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I was like, well, that Spider-Man Noir looks really, really cool. Oh, it's a Walgreens exclusive? Oh, you fuckers got Spider-Ham? God damn it. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why are you going to Walgreens? Exclusive pop figure. <laughs> Fuck no! <laughs> like I had to walk out. I'm like I'm kind of mad because Spider Noir looks Spider Man Noir looks really cool. He's got this all in black and he's got this big black trench coat that's kind of flowing. I'm like oh, that's a pretty badass pop. Fuck! <laughs> and it's voiced by Nick Cage. I'm oh, more like a spider protector. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Spider Man <laughs> Noir. Noir. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's that. Um, you got anything else there, No, that's pretty much it. Those are the two things that, you know, I wanted to bring up this week, you know. So, uh, anything about you? Anything else besides uh, the video gaming and, uh... No, not much. I'm just trying to think, like, uh, I did watch... I'm watching season three of Daredevil. It's pretty good. I mean, they're bringing in, um, Bullseye, clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure this is probably old hat for people going, I binged watch it the first day it came out. Excuse me. <laughs> I've been doing other things, clearly. <laughs> um, I think I watched. Oh, you know what I did? I watched the documentary on um, Psycho. It was. I'm gonna get to my Netflix account because it's probably gonna still be there. It's seventy two slash fifty one or something like that. Um, it's 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 uh, dong dong. Do, 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 do. We're feeling added. Do, 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 Continue do, watching do. for sure. Just play a little music for you. Where wait? Yeah, it's gotta be. Uh, was it this one, or maybe it was on Hulu? It might have been Hulu. Do, 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 do. I think it was Hulu. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a documentary, basically, on on Hitchcock and filming. Um, Psycho, mm-hmm. and how they had everybody. It was it was it was it was nice. They they filmed it in black and white, so like everybody had Elijah Wood and two of like his, him and his, two of his friends do a show. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis was there, and you know talking because her mom's Janet Lee yeah. gets killed in spoiler Sorry. in the first twenty minutes. Ah man! Um, <laughs> so during the right time to see that movie, <laughs> I was just gonna oh, go man. watch it. Um, hold on, let's see if I can do it. It was like. Seventy-one slash slash. Uh, mm, no blood pressure. Hitchcock. Okay, Alfred Hitchcock. It sucks because I wanted I want to bring it to the table because I think that it's it was actually really really fucking good. Um, <clears throat> let me see if I can get it. Do I have my, do I have Hulu up here? <laughs> Hulu, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, I watch Alfred Hitchcock presents. Documentary. 
Come on. Oh, now it decides to be slow. Basically, they're talking about how influential Psycho was on the grand scheme of things, how it changed the playing field, mm-hmm. why people think, because it was right after North by Northwest, which was this beautiful color movie, and he goes to this black and white, what he considers a comedy. Like, <laughs> he's like... I laughed through the whole thing. Uh, and how he how he painted the, the scenery and how, what they did. Um, Alfred presents... I like to present comedies in black and white. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, I'm not really fucking. I'm not getting it. Uh, 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 everyone's like, Alfred Hitchcock presents the week up. Um, anyway, I highly recommend it. Go on, it's, it's, go to Hulu. I feel like I'm. I'm not really. I'll see if I can find the thing. If there's something you want to. Uh, 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 uh. <clears throat> Let's see if I can have a Hulu.com. Uh, start my free trial. Nope. Let me see if I can log in. Log in Facebook. Oh, is it under mine? I don't think. I think Stacy. I think Stacy has a Hulu account. Look at the Hulu manage account. Uh, Wait, there's a Sean. Uh, is this is it me? Come on, is it me you're looking for? The show that's on Hulu that I want to talk about. Forget it. Um, I I go to Hulu. Look up Albert Hitchcock. It's 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 there. They talk about it. It's really really good. Really really interesting. You're looking now, aren't you? Cause no, I'm not. Oh, because like, because <laughs> I feel like we just fall, we just ground the the, the, the shuttle, <laughs> ground to a halt. And I'm like, you know what? It you are so correct. Sir. It ain't worth it. No, it's so, not. Um, newsworthy wise, um, I do have a couple things. Oh. I figured. Um, what would you like to talk about? Well, last week, remember how I, in Inyo Morcone called Quentin Tarantino a cretin? That's right. I got follow ups. Oh, you do. I do. Uh, Playboy stands by it's a Nino McCoy story saying it's his scathing comments on Quentin Tarantino. Okay? <laughs> Playboy's standing behind him. He's like, no. Um, Playboy magazine Germany defended its story in which and he, the composer called Quentin Tarantino a cretin, whose movies are trash, saying Monday that the comments were made by the legendary Italian composer in an interview in the end of June. Um, we're surprised that... Oh, here you go. We're surprised that... It, oh, here you go. Huh? Apparently, huh? he's saying, I never said that. Um, said Marconi had said over that weekend that he had not spoken to Playboy and that the scathing comment about Tarantino with whom he had worked with on the film The Hateful Eight were fabricated. But Hubert Berta Media, the international publican group which owns Playboy in Germany, rejected his disavowal. We are surprised that composer Ennio Marconi... Mar, Mar, Marcioni, or I'm, I'm always picturing that name, denies giving the interview to German, German Playboy. The company said in a statement issued Monday, in fact, the conversation took place on June 30th in 2018 and stayed in Rome. The interview was co- about the concert organizer, Shamil con- Semmel Concerts, which were also present at the interview, have been, uh, have been agreed to with German Playboy. We also cannot understand that the parts of the publication, published statements were apparently not found to have been accurate. In a Q&A by musical journalist Marshall Anders, which appeared in the December issue, 
He's quoted as describing ta- uh, Tarantino as an untalented, talented purveyor <laughs> of previously unused material. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the Germans have a problem with Tarantino. <laughs> um, the story headline in German can be loosely translated as "Quentin Tarantino can kiss my ass." <laughs> Uh, again, um, the man is a cretin, blah, blah, blah. We talked about it last week. Um, our, he lashed out then. Um, <laughs> Jerry played by Clark in the interview with Gordon Tarantino. He says, we call it Ennio. He says he lashed out something. He said he never gave, he's never given an interview and any of that he had instructed by his lawyers to take legal action against Playboy. This is totally false. The 90-year-old composer said of the remarks attributed to him. And he previously made clear he considered Tarantino one of the greatest directors of all time. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that, right? So now um, in Germany... He's no Cretan. In Germany. He's the greatest greatest director of all time. Uh, The link to the post on the Playboy website teasing the magazine story was disabled for part of the day on Monday, which would-be readers directed the page that said... You do not have permission to access this page. You do not have permission to... Papers, please. (laughs) (laughs) Late Monday afternoon. Uh, However, the link was restored, and the write-up of um, his alleged interview was again available. Also, a page touting Playboy's December issue clearly shows um, Marcioni's name on the magazine cover under the headline, Interviews along with the names of other personalities, such as American actress Zoe Kravitz and German tennis player Alexander Zverev. Okay, so we got that going, right? (laughs) But then, out of nowhere, this was as of November 13th, Playboy Backtracks says some of Ennio Marcioni's quotes were, quote, reproduced incorrectly. (laughs) (laughs) How do we get out of this one, fellas? Um, apparently, this was uh, because on the 12th, it's like a day after saying it stood by its story, Playboy in Germany acknowledged Tuesday that's published interview with Ennio Marcioni had reproduced incorrectly some of the quotes attributed to the legendary Italian composer. <laughs> he said, we thought he said he was shit. He said he was great. You can understand. Italian, German. It don't that up. You know. The magazine did not specify whether the incorrect quotes included comments in which he appeared to disparage <laughs> Quentin Tarantino as a cretin who made subpar films, but it was those alleged remarks that caused We this. blame the translator. We blame the Jews. He's a Jewish man. He's, oh, oh, we, we, oh, we were going to have him fired, but HR said we couldn't have used that word. <laughs> <laughs> AF said we couldn't do it. AHH. Who's AH? HR said we could not do it. (laughs) (laughs) The magazine didn't specify whether the incorrect quotes included comments where he called him a cretin, but the alleged remarks that occurred to stir over the weekend and promptly swifted a a denunciation by Marcioni, who said that he had not made them. Playboy said new information that had caused the release the matter and blamed the writer, Marcel Anders, for the errors. We will blame the writer. <laughs> uh, the magazine also apologized to Marcioni, who turned 90 a few days ago. Up to now, we have considered the freelancer who conducted the Ennio Marcioni interview on our, on our behalf to be a renowned print and radio journalist. German Playboy 
Editor-in-Chief Florian Boltini said in a statement, In the past, we have had no reason to doubt his journalistic integrity and skills. Based on the information now at our disposal, we must unfortunately assume that the words spoken in the interview have in part been reproduced incorrectly. Uh, we would like to express our, our regret should Mr. Marco, Marcioni have been portrayed in a false light. We are working to clarify this matter and exploring legal measures. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to express our regret. We are exploring legal matters. <laughs> we are going to get that producer who created that springtime for Hitler play. <laughs> Um, the wide-ranging interview appeared in German's Playboy December's issue, but Marcioni says he's never made the comments. Um, he, he, of course, threatened legal action, and his attorney cannot be immediately reached for comment. No comment. <laughs> hey, I said the no comment. We'll get those Italians. We'll get those Germans. We'll get those Germans. Um, let's see. Anders appears to be a pro- uh, prolific music journalist whose bylines have accompanied interviews uh, such music icons as Leonard Cohen, Robert Plant, Iggy Pop, Van Morrison, uh, Linda Ronstadt, and various in various German publications. He also conducted a, ra- a radio interview with Marcioni that, like Playboy, featured com- commemorated the composer's 90th birthday when it aired last Saturday on German station Deutschland Funk. Deutschland Funk. Deutschland, Deutschland. And the radio. Bring interview- him the funch, Deutschland. Uh, in the radio interview, Marconi mentions Tarantino only in passing while discussing his long career. I do not think Tarant- I do I, I do not think a Tarantino will call me again, which does not mean that I will completely stop composing. But at the time I still have, I would rather make a music that's not intended for cinema, but which can be listened without the pictures. <laughs> um, without those moving pictures. Yeah, no one needs them. Where are they going to get you? <laughs> uh, of course, they're like we're, we're surprised that he was. He said those hateful things? No. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of, it was like, they're for, at first they're like, no, no, we stand by our guy. They let, oh, oh, oh <laughs> sorry, you know what? Maybe we're not going not gonna to stand by that at all and, and be just like, hey, whatever. <laughs> those damn Italians will get them. <laughs> those, these, you think you can stop us? We are the news. There's that. Um <laughs> I, I guess you know what. Let's um, okay. Let's let's finish. I'll save some stuff for next week because apparently they have uh, Lex Luthor in the CW TV shows. Uh, yeah, Supergirls coming on. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who they cast? Oh, I saw the name and I forgot who it is. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. John Cr- John Cryer. Oh, that's right. Yes, Ducky is Ducky. Lex Luthor, <laughs> or man, Lex, 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 <laughs> um, Lexi, Lex. And apparently, Mike Myers confirms Austin Powers Four is going to happen. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, I believe when I see a trailer. Here, here's, this is the articles I grabbed for the week. Uh, Dan, or- Dan Aykroyd says, again, Ghostbusters <laughs> 3 is not dead. <laughs> I saw that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. Good <laughs> uh, luck with that one, sure. buddy. Um, okay. I got, I got two stories. Okay. This one, um, there's a teenager who took a Danny DeVito cutout to the prom. Did you hear about this story? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm gonna start off with that one. <laughs> Tell me there's more. Okay, oh, there's a lot more. <laughs> Last month, Allison Kloss 
decided that instead of taking some random high school guy to the prom, <laughs> she'd opt for someone a little more mature. <laughs> uh, so she showed up to her dance with a cardboard cutout of actor Danny DeVito, complete with a tie and boutonniere, which she wheeled around one of those weird plastic scooters for toddlers while they posed for couples photos and presumably danced a little like this. Like uh, On Monday... DeVito took the relationship to the next level, <laughs> lugging a cardboard cutout of her on the set of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> for a date at Patty's Pub. <laughs> <laughs> Co-star Rob McGallery captured his second date on Instagram. Um, I will show you to see if I can. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like It's basically um, he, Rob, he plays Mac on the show. Yeah. He... Tweets her, "Hey Allison, I heard you took cardboard Danny to the prom. What a coincidence! He took cardboard Allison to Patty. So there's the there's the photos. <laughs> That's pretty nice looking. Yeah, she's a teenager. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so she's nice. I didn't say you're like, damn. Oh my god, she's hot. Uh, Danny, uh, what do you call it? Um, like any pair of Star Wars lovers, Vito and class at seventy three. Vito is technically a little too old to attend high school prom. Um, <laughs> But I was like, at the end of the day, um, making things, she, they, someone reached out to her and she's like, making things work with a human day can be exhausting. <laughs> Danny's not like that. He just goes with the flow. He never argues, never fight. Plus he treats me the way a woman should be treated. <laughs> <laughs> so when Rob, when Rob posted the thing, she's like, I am shooketh because it is the funniest looking. It's like. Wow, way to go, Danny! Like he took a prom photo, and he's like, "Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm like now. I'm curious. I'm like, is that going to appear? Is that is that Standy going to appear on set somewhere? I'm <laughs> about <laughs> <laughs> to have to watch it sunny and, now. And does Rhea have anything to say about it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now the last one. I thought this one was super, super funny. Um, there's there's a new Monopoly game out there. <laughs> Did you see this one? No. Right. As soon as you said New Monopoly, I'm like, oh, my God. Well, it seems to me Monopoly has now decided to become cool hit Monopoly, and we're going to make a Monopoly game about just about everything you can think of. Yeah. Right? Supernatural's got a Monopoly game. Um, you know, Harry Potter. James De- Bond. Deadpool's got Deadpool, a Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, everybody's got like, hey, get your own. Fortnite's got a Monopoly game. Five Nights at Freddy's got a Monopoly game. Well, now Monopoly had, has made... Monopoly for Millennials. The board game get and the board game gets mixed reactions. Okay. This is from CBS Philly, by the way. Hometown. From who? Well, um meet Monopoly for the Millennials. Selfie included. The, the tagline for the revamped version of the longtime classic board game is forget real estate. You can't afford it anyway. My mom's basement. Which means places like Baltic Avenue and Boardwalk are gone. Instead, you win the game by collecting experiences, Ed. (laughs) For example, pack your bags for a week-long meditation retreat or grab that credit card for a trip to an artisan coffee shop. (laughs) (laughs) While some millennials are getting a kick out of the renewed game, created over 80 years ago, by the way, not all millennials are enjoying the game's new digs. Here's a quote from Matt Hendricks, owner of uh, 
Uh, I know there's some mixed reactions to it, but it really shouldn't be surprising to anybody. They've been doing this to Monopoly for ages, says Matt Hendricks. He's the owner of Philly's first board game cafe, Thirsty Dice. Right? Uh, we get a lot of families during the daytime, but in the evenings we get a lot of people in their 20s and 30s, he adds. From the hashtag game piece to the rule which states the person who has the most student debt rolls first, <laughs> the game <laughs> introduces several modern themes to entice the younger generation of board game players. Hendrix says the game is meant to be a parody on the classic, and most millennials seem to understand that. It hurts because it's true, said one of the persons of the game Mockery of Current Affairs. <laughs> and if the pain is too much, you can always go to your safe space by playing another game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can get to Monopoly for Millennials. I'm going to see if I can, I can Google. Maybe they'll give me like a, a picture. Of the board? Yeah. Monopoly, Monopoly is... <laughs> for millennials. Oh, right there. First, right. Google, you amazing. <laughs> Monopoly for millennials. Not about real estate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, like, wow, like, I can't believe people are offended by this if there's anybody's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> la, 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 la. One that would seems according to some millennials who took to where else Twitter to voice their irritation the, it, over the most condescending game ever. <laughs> I swear, these are quotes now. I swear, Millennial Monopoly is the most condescending game ever created. We're broke. It's not our fault. Leave us alone. Shake, <laughs> shake my head. <laughs> Someone, what? Monopoly says forget get real estate. You can't afford it anyway. Hopefully, they'll be donating the proceeds to student debt relief, which is why millennials can't afford real estate. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reality of it is about four out of ten millennials are homeowners, according to the survey results released in July by the Bank of the West. <laughs> so what happens when millennials can't afford the fancy Monopoly properties? In Hasbro News Games, the goal is instead to collect experiences like going to a millennial retreat, crashing in on a friend's couch, or dining in a vegan bistro. If a player experiences sound something first, they can collect money at any time, and an opponent lands on that experience. Oh, and the classic game pieces has been replaced with a crying emoji and a hashtag symbol. <laughs> <laughs> One Twitter user pointed out that there are fewer spaces on the board, presumably because millennials are too lazy to finish an entire game of Monopoly. Um we created Monopoly for Millennials to provide fans with a lighthearted game that allow millennials to take a break from the real life and laugh at the relatable experiences and labels that can be sometimes placed on them, as Bruce said in his statement. <laughs> we, with many of us being millennials ourselves, we understand the seemingly endless struggles and silly generalizations that young millennials can face, and we can't even. <laughs> Others saw the humor in the games and suggested millennials are easily offended. <laughs> <laughs> the Monopoly Millennial Game Edition somehow is both relatable and condescending at the same time. <laughs> One Twitter user wrote, <laughs> he's like, I don't know what's funnier, Millennial Monopoly or, or Millennials Mad about Millennial Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> guys, the guy's handle name, Samuel T. Dimwit, Esquire. <laughs> he gets points for the name. Uh, while it's receiving plenty of attention, the scorn of millennials, Hasbro clearly has a hit. The $20 game, which is available exclusively at Mar Walmart, is so popular it's already listed as out of stock on the retailer's website with the used version slang for triple the price. <laughs> <laughs> so even then, millennials can't get their hands on it. 
<laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm like, oh, that's great. New Monopoly Millennial has board game has offended the target audience. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's it's. Yeah, Monopoly for Millennial causing outrage among Generation Y on Twitter. <laughs> People.com Monopoly for Millennials faces backlash. I so need to buy this game now. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? Actually, I'm offended. Why? Because they don't have a Gen X uh, Monopoly, do they? No. <laughs> No, they have the. They have, no, they do. It's called the Monopoly's Cheater Edition board game. <laughs> Cheaters? Yeah, yeah. It's for people who want to cheat. You like to cheat playing playing Monopoly. Let's face it, we've all cheated playing Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> you say shit. No. Uh, that is so funny. Like, yeah, I'm looking here. Like, hey, here's the luxury edition of Monopoly, which is like this big, like leather bound kind of <laughs> board, and I'm like. That's like the board, and, and there's drawers, and all the pieces are in there. And I'm like, wow, it's super fancy. It's two hundred and twenty dollars. That's how fancy it is. There's a Call of Duty Monopoly. There's a Futurama Monopoly. There is a Sailor Moon edition. <laughs> uh, there's Supernatural. I remember. I remember when uh, there was a Barnes and Noble uh, off of Six Eleven near near us. Um, that I used to go to, and every Christmas they would oh, they would sell Monopoly games. It was a board game in particular. Monopoly though was the biggest one they sold, and they had like every edition there that you right. could think of at the Oops. time. And you know, of course, I'm talking like maybe like you know over way over ten years ago, probably like fifteen twenty years ago now. But I remember going in there and seeing like at Christmas time all the editions they had, you know, and like they used to like towards the end of you know when it got closer to the Christmas season, it got cheaper, cheaper. Because sure. They at, now they got all this crap that they can they, they got to unload because they don't want to take it back to the warehouse. <laughs> so you like four for like twenty bucks hey, or something yeah. like that. You're like, oh, okay. buy two get two free. <laughs> yes. They have, they have, they did the Deadpool one has a standard edition and a special edition, <laughs> and the special edition shiny, and he's like, "Come on, you know what to buy. Look how shiny I am." Like <laughs> the two words, special edition, <laughs> sold. Like, all right, he's got a point. You know, but I'm like, I, but I look at, it, I'm like, coming soon to a clearance bin near you. <laughs> like. <laughs> So there you have it, folks. I don't know if how long we were running, but uh, you know, anything like that, Ed? No, that's 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 all I have for this week. Uh, well, actually, I actually want to do add one last thing. The fact is, is that we actually won't be on the next week. That's right, because you're going to be. Uh... I'll be on, on the other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the only way to put it. Uh, I'll be in Japan actually next week. Uh, so. Uh, the following week, hopefully, we'll do a show. I don't know at that point because I'll be getting home the day before we usually record this. Oh, yeah. You let me know if you're not feeling up for it because you're going to be suffering from jet lag. I have said so. Yeah, because like, when I land from going home, uh, we'll be landing in Washington, D.C. before we're heading back to Philadelphia. And we'll be leaving at 5 p.m. on Saturday and be landing at 3.30 p.m. the same day. Because the, the time difference, so we'll be landing before we took off. Wow, Ed, you're gonna be a. Are you gonna de age? You gotta go back in time. Ed, you gotta go back in time. So hopefully, I'm going to try and actually do a Twitter and Facebook live feed 
you might see on our page. I don't know. Really? If I, I don't know if I could pull this off or not. Oof. I know how to do it. I, I figured it out, but I don't know if I'm actually going to pull it off or not. We'll find out. My wife and I want to try something maybe like that on our actual fate on our actual pages. So we'll yeah, sure. see what happens. You know, so you might see that somewhere in the Twitter and, and Facebook verse. If not, uh, I, I, we'll I, definitely talk about it when I get back. Bring me back something cool. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so. When do you leave? I leave the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Oh wow! Okay, wow! Yeah, so no, no show next Sunday. Um, all right, yeah, let me know. You're just going for a week? Yeah, seven days. Well, not with that time zone frame. It's gonna be like, oh, maybe it's like a week and a day. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you land over there, you're gonna be a, a day and a half ahead, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. then you gotta get that day and a half back. So you're kind of like going through spring and fall. Yes. <laughs> in a week's time, yeah. Oh, you look uh, oh we had to you you are from Geeksters. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm actually hoping that somebody hears my voice and go, Oh my god, it's Geeksters. You oh, know? you are Ed from the Geeksters. Because you look exactly like you sound. <laughs> <laughs> fat budgie. <laughs> oh you fat boy. Come here, you gonna give you a lot of food. <laughs> you say something nice about us. Because they are the number two country that downloads us. So, I mean, I'm like, there's got to be a fan somewhere that might actually recognize my voice. I'm hoping, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had two for the, the, the wild, Mr. Toad's wild ride. Oh, Ed? Are you Ed from a Geekstas? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, sure. Oh, I'm a big fan. <laughs> you are Who's, Sean. Who is fatter? You or Sean? <laughs> I say it's Sean, but then right now, you, I think you're very close. <laughs> I have a close second. <laughs> oh, we hear you. You are very funny. Sean, not to make a good accent, though. <laughs> Tell him his Japanese accent stink. <laughs> we like it when he calls himself a round eye, though. <laughs> it hit home. It's like he knows. <laughs> Hi. Oh, you are welcome to Disney World. <laughs> Where the, all your dreams come true, Pudgy. <laughs> Look, you can see a sumo Mickey. <laughs> Look at him in his little diaper. <laughs> Here we have a Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Feudal Japan. <laughs> we'll be spending a couple of days in, in Disney as, as as we're joking around, but then I'll be in downtown Tokyo for a couple of days. And here you can get the panties from the <laughs> from the vending machine. That's they're, they're Mickey approved. Sailor <laughs> Moon, really big here. <laughs> I hear Sean like a Pokemon. Get them a Pokemon with Mickey ears. <laughs> Tell him he can't catch this one. <laughs> He's gonna catch us something. Uh, people are so mad at me. She's like, geez, Sean, really, really fighting against the stereotypes. <laughs> He's a funny. He's a good boy. <laughs> Here, take him his sword. He'll know what to do. <laughs> He'll save us all the lot of time. <coughs> Just say Harry Carry. <laughs> you will have You'll a good know. time here in the Walt Disney World of Japan. Watch it. Make sure you duck low when you get to space. When you get to the seaport. That's <laughs> 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 ah, the American joke, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> You're gonna have to take lots of photos. 
Take a lot of photos. Take a lot of photos. Take, oh, hey, you take a many photos of the people of Japan. Because <laughs> I know I have a funny feeling there's going to be a lot of pictures of me in Japan. Because <laughs> apparently they like blondes and. and oh, you're white. going to be a very popular with the people. <laughs> oh, he's a blonde, hair blue eyes. <laughs> oh. He's a rare one. Oh. He is so tall. <laughs> I he is big. Oh. Take my wives. <laughs> you would like a sushi? <laughs> Here's Moby Dick. <laughs> Fat boy. Oh, you are blonde hair, blue eye. Oh. We worship you. <laughs> this is my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> I... Let me know if they have PlayStation 5, because apparently it's coming. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, on that note, folks, have a good night. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters. Um, Geeksters Radio, actually, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Um, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-A. Now, normally, I'm just going to give you a heads up. Normally, we uh, end off with a Stadler and Wardor from the Muppets, but today we're going to end off with uh, what Stan Lee said one time. So in the immortal words of it would take a moment to say goodbye and hear what Stan has to say, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Hi, heroes. This is Stan Lee coming at you. Just want you to know, Marvel has always been and always will be a reflection of the world right outside our window. That world may change and evolve, but the one thing that will never change is the way we tell our stories of heroism. Those stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, religion, or color of their skin. The only things we don't have room for are hatred, intolerance, and bigotry. That man next to you, he's your brother. That woman over there, she's your sister. And that kid walking by, hey, who knows? He may have the proportionate strength of a spider. We're all part of one big family, the human family, and we all come together in the body of Marvel. And you, you're part of that family. You're part of the Marvel universe that moves ever upward and onward to greater glory. In other words, Excelsior. <laughs>